Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, October 15th, 2022. Today on the Ether, part one of a multi part space hosted by Robo Shelby, the mayor of Rackville. Back to professional. Rack charity hosting special gala extraordinaire. Let's take a listen. When, uh, when last week's spaces, it was actually um, Dickie himself. Who started the rugging and I copied it. Dickie wasn't core horse, mate. Dickie wasn't me wingman. Dickie wasn't the one who stitched me mate. right up, mate. You stitched what is it? What is online it? last week. What is it? Hey, one, one, one rack? Yeah. Dude, dude. One rack, all the racks? You, uh, well, I'm a bit disappointed because if you click on games, it's, it's actually changed his profile photo, but it's not showing. I, I don't know how quick he did it at the last minute. I just did mine on the tablet, connected to the spaces. Give us a look at Gaines's profile photo. Oh, what's this? Gaines has changed. Has it? He's just been rugged by technology again. Oh, mate. my God. What is that? Is that you in a shoebox? Is that you in a shoebox with yeah, ice cream in you? Hey, you, all you boys are doing is just putting me up on a higher pedestal, you know? What's like, that? How many shoeboxes have I got? <laughs> and all I'm seeing is just Jordans. Jordans on Jordans on Jordans. You know what I'm saying? What's that? The absolute... Top shelf, top class. That's that's all your boy Rama does. What's the uh, <laughs> what's the little sticker on the front of that shoebox on Gaines's? No way. That GK. Yeah, literally. Like that's that's the ticket, boys. That's. I've, have you heard about this project? Um, what is that one? Oh, he's got a different one, has he? No, no, the ice no, cream, dude, the ice dude, dude. Look out. on the box. Look at the little picture on the. Do you know what it is? Look, I can't, I can't can see. Can you not? All, all I can see is the ice cream, and I'm just seeing door signs from the ice cream. You know, who, who are you looking on? Are you looking on Gaines? I'm, pretty, I'm looking at, yeah, I'm on Gaines's. Right, if you click on his profile, right, and you open it up, yeah? Wait a minute. Yeah. Then, uh, uh, oh, that shitty looking NFT. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> who would want that? <laughs> you man, Diggy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, mate, we've been plotting this one all fucking week, man. We even... I bet it took you a week. <laughs> Jesus. I bet it took your collective minds a week to put that together too. Dude, the banner. Take me about five minutes. Dude, all I'm going to say is, right, my banner. My banner is just like off the chain. Like, it's absolutely brilliant. Do you know when I said I was going to get some engineers to widen your door for him it takes you to get your head out for yeah. a week? <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, good sixties. Oh, now that's what we're talking about. Sixties is where it's at. Sixties is class, matey. Uh, where's Dicky gone? Because yeah. he's, he's dropped out as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, they're all going to drop out one by one <laughs> pretty soon. Um, pair of the co-host, you know. Oh, your man, your man's not happy, <laughs> is he? Dicky's come back in. He's absolutely. Dicky's come back in. <laughs> oh, look! I don't believe what three sixties done. 
360. He's got that echelon on the laptop with you in bed. Yep. Yeah, my boys. You know, you don't even know how much I got out of that. That was that was a good little, good little flip. Good little one. scam, was it? Dude, you've got no idea of the logistics of putting this together, man. You don't know how hot, how hard it's been. I was wondering, you guys have been so quiet. I, I was. You guys are lucky. I was sick all week. You know, I probably could have found out what you're doing. It would have only taken me about three minutes. Well, Finn said that. Uh, Finn said there was at least. He thought there was at least three rats in the group. So nobody let you know anything, no. And you, uh, genuine. Yeah, no, nah, no one did. And you, uh, Victor messaged me a couple of times, but uh, no, nah, he didn't. Really. Victor's, Victor's not in that group, mate. We could. Oh, did he? Get we couldn't group? trust him. No, the, oh, it was a very small, select group of people. Like we were like, oh, a separate group. Uh, it's called the group we're going to invite you. Actually, I said let's invite Rama when it when it happens. It's called the uh, Rug and Rama Live on a Spaces group. <laughs> <laughs> You can't see chat history on uh, on Twitter Spaces though, so and, uh, on Twitter groups. I know. Yeah, so you can bring me in there if you want, but I feel like everyone's probably already in there. We're right? doing a, this. Is this not the V two though? Because we we sure there might be snakes in that other group, and there's some people. Oh, god! Well, there's so many randoms in there that like from the original days. Yeah. Uh, mate, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Hey, there you go. I've just uh, I've got to got to earn my got to earn my ropes to get into the into the new group the new group chat. Oh, I'm do, I'm doing it. I'm doing it on the bloody uh, laptop. I don't even know how you do it. I'll do it in a minute anyway. But yeah, it's called Rug and Rama uh, live on Spaces, mate, and everyone's been chipping in. <laughs> but especially like uh, with ideas, I bet you with so. ideas as well. Uh, <laughs> but the meme makers, I told I told people the other week. We've got an underground main production facility. People think we're joking, man. We're pulling out new shit every day. It's unbelievable, Rama. We've got the biggest. Should we just take over? Um, we should take over that meme chain. What do you reckon? Actually, make it a thing. Could we? Would it be easy? Is oh, it Cosmosm? Is it? Oh. Oh, we could put Cosmosm on it. No worries. All we're gonna do is get like fifty bucks between us, and we'll just buy two thirds vote power, and it's ours. <laughs> Good. And people would I was drinking coffee there actually at the time. And people wonder people wonder why we call you Rain Man, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Uh that's brilliant, boys. I uh I appreciate that. Uh shows 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 I'm uh I mean a lot to you boys to put in so much effort to uh to rug me live on spaces. Uh appreciate it. Dude. Good good crack, mate. Dude it. man, three sixty's been in the DMs today with like your tweets to Don, like, you know. Must almost only be for ugly people or something like that. And sixties, like, oh, he's so gonna get rugged tonight, isn't he? Me and we're we've all been like communicating individually with each other about little ideas, but we've also been in the group as well, man. It's been hilarious, just like banners, PFPs, banners, PFPs. The ideas have actually been made. How creative are these people? It's just unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Alex is in there too, cheeky boys. They're all in on it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to bother him with the coming out party. Is this an intervention? <laughs> Your man's down horrendous, isn't he? Is that a? Uh, oh, he's only a listener. I got. I asked Todd of Spaces if he wanted to come up. Uh, I know some people might be at work, all right. Probably you better inviting people up to speak, maybe. Because uh, oh, sure, we're not going to get uh, Michael through till six, right? So we've got like uh, like nearly forty-five minutes, yeah. Uh, Brasco, he might be busy as well. He might be in the Fiat mine. But he, uh, did you hear Brasco came up and spoke the first time the other night? Yeah. Uh, was I on that? Mate, that poor Jesus, Rama. What are you guys playing at? 
I said, I told you to take, I told you to take my devices off me at a certain time, right? And then you let me go out with sin. I mean, I don't know what was going to happen. I was only, I was only going to get out for a few beers when I get in, like two o'clock in the morning, absolutely wrecked. I'll tell you what, he sinks beers like, Jesus Christ almighty, I've never seen you. Just looking at it, it's gone. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Slow <laughs> down, man. Got wrecked by the time I got home and I was like, shall we buy my spaces on? And oh, the carnage this week. I mean, I wouldn't. We just chatted like pure, pure shit for hours. I did the mic test. It's going to be like five minutes or something, 10 minutes. Turned it to like three and a half hours. Uh, eventually got some shit sorted. Sounds much better today. But mate, it's been a week of fucking carnage. Me up at four in the morning, half past four in spaces. What's going on, brother? <laughs> Run rampant. Oh, well, Brassford was saying the other night, you know, like he's a bit of an introvert, yeah? And, you know, for every introvert, there's an extrovert. For every extrovert, there's an introvert. If we can help, like, bring people out of the woodwork, get them up speaking in public, get more confidence, you know, engage in the conversation, learn, etc. We're on the money, mate. We're on the money, you know? But, That's it. By, by yeah. the way, Brassford's here. Brassford's here. Yeah, got him up. Eriku. Eriku. Going on, big boy. How you doing, man? Enjoyed the rack. The the introvert rack is rugging me, eh? <laughs> if you if you weren't nervous before, you should be now, mate. I'm telling you what, eh? Coming in here being a cheeky boy like that. Rama, don't hurt me, bro. Rama, you sound a bit uh, fluey still, yeah? Sound a little bit fluey? Yeah, yeah, still. Uh, yeah, getting out in the yard today, doing some lawn work, uh, stirred up all the <clears throat> all of the Australian natives, I reckon, and got all up in the schnorter. So I'm alright. I'm feeling I'm feeling great though. I'm uh, feeling good, just sounding like shit, which is uh, you know the opposite, the normal. Can we have how many boxes that we pull? Sorry, go on, Rama. I didn't. I missed that one. I think that was Brasco. Right. I just asked Brahma how many bo- uh, boxes he filled. How many shoe boxes or yeah. boxes of grass? Because we just use, we just have a green bin. Shoe boxes. Is <laughs> <laughs> it's nice and comfy now. I tell you what, there's uh, there's some nice fresh greens in there. So, a couple of wrigglies in there, but they only last a couple of days, and then and it gets a bit softer, and then you got a little snack. Tell you what, Rama, I'm just going to say this thought. Respect to the guys on the other side of the world who've tuned in. I mean, for Finn, it's uh, three o'clock. He did go to bed, I think, for a, a little bit, right? For a few hours, yeah. Uh, but he's got up. I mean, I don't know where some of the others are. I don't know where, like, Cosmos Joy is and stuff. But the Europe guys, this is a decent time for them. Diggy's on my time zone. But for the American fellas in here, man, massive respect. Uh, Al's there, you know. Cutter's in there. Gaines is there. Although I think Gaines is on the uh, the old night shift or something, isn't he? Seems to be. He is. He is indeed. So this is just like a standard normal daytime for Gainesy. Uh, you wouldn't think he's on night shift. Like you'd think he'd be getting sleep and not spending fifty hours doing photoshopping. <laughs> Gainesy. Gaines, Gaines wrote that he left work early for the break. Oh, oh. I, I fucking bet he did. Sorry, I swore first time. That's it. It's all over. Yes, Rama did the first one. I've been avoiding it because there's no swearing today. Promised Amanda. Can't believe I'm going. Tutter spaces. Good luck. Tutter spaces. Log that bit. 
and I'll delete this recording right as quick as I can, yeah? Shame on you, right? That's because of all the PFPs and banners that you're forming, that's why. Uh, anyway, listen to this. Well, it's, it's got me thinking about home, and it triggers me a bit, you know? So, Brad, <laughs> what, my shoebox? Wait, you see, so I'm going to keep tweeting them like for, for the next few hours because some of them are just absolute bangers, honestly. Some of these memes that you haven't even seen yet are off the charts, I'm telling you. Uh, you put me off my train of thought there, matey. Uh, what was I going to say? Aye, Todd's spaces will have to delete that. Anyway, mate, no gains. It's been uh, such like a novel thing, right, to chat with them normally, like throughout the day on my time. So like whether it's in the DM or the group chat, you'll have seen like me and him keep going quite a bit, you know, but it's been uh, like within work these nights, but able to be on Twitter, like you say, 50 hours a day. Nice to have a bit of crack, you know. No one's ever awake when I'm bloody awake, man. Everyone's asleep. Except Dickie. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's a bit, it's, it's like what, uh, quarter past five or something for you at the moment. You've only just been up for a couple of hours. It is, and uh, Finn's what? Uh, Finn's fourteen hours because he's in Oregon, is it? Although up in the northwest somewhere, I think. So he's like for him, it's three m. That's mad. That man, massive respect. But he, you know what? He wouldn't miss something like this. And it's uh, it's it's going to be fairly big, or it should be if it goes according to plan. Uh, Rama, right? Should be decent tonight, yeah. Yeah, it should be good. Should be should be nice. It should be um. A good level of serious conversation um, with people with their profile pictures um, and banners, um, where we you know talk about uh, lots of lovely causes um, and uh, how we can make people's lives better and, and really bring people up and uh, lift them up. And uh, can't help myself. Yeah, go go, go ahead. Um, These games. <laughs> little gimsy, little gimsy. Oh. I mean, I mean gamesy. <laughs> He's rugging you. Good morning, Amanda. How are you? Welcome to the professional rap charity spaces. Good morning. Yeah, I'm good. I think the current topic is. Uh, me being the charity for everyone else's laughter. <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I, I, I'm good. Thank you. Um, Tell her, Rama. Go on, Rama. My, Tell my, my lovely friends here just thought that um, everyone needed a little bit of uplifting and to lighten the mood for the spaces. So um, they spent, I think it was about 20 hours a day, um, 17 of them uh, putting their their collective minds together, um, working on a way to really bring out the comedy um, within the group in my absence. Um, and they came up with um, a bunch of pictures uh, that they've photoshopped and, and some banners um, really showcasing um, my comfort zones and my happy place. Oh, I saw some of those. They were good. <laughs> oh, oh, you got a preview or, or just tonight? Oh, I, I was talking about the ones on Twitter, but maybe you're talking about something else. I, maybe I haven't checked my Twitter feed. Maybe I should be, be, be refreshing some profiles to see what's going on. I can't see anything currently. No, no, no fresh pictures. Robbo? 
mate, I've only got my banner and my PFP. You can't hold me accountable for anyone else. Whatever they do, everyone's individual, bro. I, I took the risk. Where's and- Rack Bullard? I'd be expecting Rack Bullard to be posting some mad bangers at the moment, surely. <laughs> He's dropping. I'll tell you what. He's dropped. He's dropped in like an absolute. Everybody must follow Rack Buller for sure. Like, <laughs> question, question for you guys, really quick. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. When is the uh, space officially starting so we can get serious? Now. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I specifically woke up, <laughs> so I think it's going to start now. <laughs> Rama, Rama, we're, we're only doing this because we love you, bro. And then your dad said that we had to do it, so. No, that, that's what I said before. I said, uh, I, 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 when I said I, I appreciate it, I genuinely do. It, it's a good laugh. It's a, it's a fun way to have, um, <laughs> to, to have a good laugh and uh, in, enjoy uh, our time with each other. So it's good. Dude, dude, just go do me a favor. Go and peep my uh, TL, will you? Just one second. Robo, make sure you step away from the mic a little bit. Oh, is it bad? Is it bad? I thought I did a test today. It was pretty good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, thank God for that. Amanda, I've been terrified all week, especially after Rama let me loose at three o'clock in the morning and stuff, doing random spaces with Sin Bloody City. God. See what happens. I get sick one time and I leave for like two days and look what happens. So now you all know I'm the only one that keeps everyone under control. Imagine what would happen if I wasn't here and we let the rack pack loose. There would be absolute chaos and carnage on the blockchains. I, I tell you what. Did you see the name of that Twitter space? I did. Uh, I didn't get it. I, I couldn't get in time and bribe uh, to get it edited. Uh, on Twitter or on Terra Spaces, it was already published. So, uh, you know, it's it's now there for history to to see and to judge. Man, those spaces with uh, Sin City, they they sure were. I don't know, man. Scary. I'll, I'll just put it that way. I listened to the replays. Man, <laughs> he's crazy. Sin City's crazy, dude. Dude, he's got the best stories on the history of the planet, man. I thought I'd like, lived a life, but Jesus Christ almighty, man. When he was telling us about uh, getting arrested uh, for piracy on his wedding night, mate, I just broke down. I broke down, honest to God. Getting arrested for piracy, man, on the night of you. Well, what, what's going on there? That's mental, that man. That's crazy carnage. He also was hosting like a rave at his house while he was on the space. Going in and out. He, he does every night. He has a rave in his house every night. <laughs> We're in front of his screens with his big flashy speakers. And my God almighty. I'll tell you what, there's only one sin. Just like there's only one shoebox. Just like there's only one games, right? We're all like so unique, so individual in here. But also like so socially talented when you put us together as like a pack, like you heard earlier, you know. See, Rama. Hey, bro, we leave. Uh, what's the saying, by the way? We leave uh, no man or woman behind, right? Can you remember that, Rama? That's our like little motto, isn't it, right? That's it. I dropped the, the big one the other day, the, the where we go, one we go all. Well, 
you know you've just been added to that group called uh, Rug and Rami, yeah? Well, everybody thinks it's funny. And if they think for one minute I was going to like leave you behind in all of this, right? <laughs> Wait until later. Wait until you sit, you lot see what I've got coming. I'm going to rug the lot of you. <laughs> Rama, they haven't got a clue what's coming. Nobody does. There's two people in the world knows. I'm telling you, mate, you'll be dead later, Rama. My man, I had absolutely no doubt in my mind that my man Stinky would ever leave the brain high and dry in such a situation. And if you got me this good, it's a short minds. Imagine, imagine who he's gone to. He's used all of you. I was unavailable. Imagine who he's gone to. Who's out there in the space? Exactly, Gainsey. Exactly. Leverage, bro, man. Being in that group, just pure. I see. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You freaking trapped us in here. You, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you after we worked so hard at Ragrarma? You. Well, tonight it's back to professional rack charity hosting special. We've got my very, very good friend, Michael, coming on. We've got Amanda, who's actually, I'm going to get at the fill us in a little bit about uh, a protocol so that when Michael comes on, we're a bit more knowledgeable, right? Uh, hopefully when they get up, obviously it's early for them, uh, Aqua. Uh, Rack's coming in and Amanda a little birdie tells me that raccoons might have a little surprise for you and Angel Protocol so I'm dying to hear a little bit from you uh, Rama can you can you give us like what you know about the Angel Alliance Angel Protocol because I've kind of like kept myself like waiting so I can find out like from the horse's mouth kind of thing, you know. Not that I'm calling them under a horse, but that's the idiom in English, isn't it, right? I'd much rather talk to someone, yeah. What do you know, Rama, about the angel? I know only a little bit, which is great because I would love to hear from Amanda all about Angel because I've heard through other people fantastic things and I want to hear it from the did you amazing see, unicorn's mouth. Did you see the six million? I didn't realise that that was the amount that that uh, went that went through, like uh, Angel Protocol. That's crazy. That. So yeah, Amanda, uh, just give us your background first about how did you get involved with uh, Angel? Was that like through Trev or? Um, yeah, it was actually a really, I like telling this story because it's very, <laughs> it's just so funny. So like, honestly, like I was in this space just like researching because I knew I wanted to leave my web two job and get full time into web three. Um, so I researched for about a year and, uh, finally felt like I had a little bit of like knowledge under my belt. So I started like reaching out to different founders and um yeah a, a bunch of them bunch didn't get back to me and then uh reached out like i found angel and i loved it because like of my background which i'll explain later but um i actually dm'd chauncey and he was talking on a twitter space at the time and i was like oh my gosh he's he's texting me back and he was like yes i need your help and like that was it like i I texted him and then like two seconds later, he said like, yes, I need help with the Alliance and now I run it. 
Very impressive. Very impressive. I tell you, go go get a Rama, eh? She's a real go getter. What was your uh, what was your Web two job, if you don't mind me asking? Um, so my background is in education. I have a degree in health and physical education, um, and then I was actually working as an accounts receivable manager for like a Department of Defense manufacturer. Sort of boring because I'm like a I love people and I love talking to people and I was stuck behind the computer just like requesting money from people so that was not my my dream job so I found it job satisfaction is an incredibly I mean it's it's the ultimate like sought after kind of like lifestyle thing isn't it like I've got 1000% complete uh, job satisfaction right and I just love it I could go to work no joke like 65 70 hours a week and just be happy and doing it, and it's not even about the money or anything, Amanda. You know, it's about changing lives, yeah. Uh, so, no, the wonder you moved from Web two to Web three. Um, I actually, fun? I did. I love it. It's like the best. Yeah, talk. I mean, my job is like business development or like project manager for the alliances. It's amazing. I tell people like I get to travel the world and meet amazing projects and hang out with people. You're hanging out with raccoons tonight, I'll tell you. How have you found us since you've been listening in to us, like, what, a month, five weeks or something? How have you found us approachable? Um, slightly approachable, um, a little a little scary, but I love it. <laughs> We've got hearts of gold. Well, some of us have, but Rama hasn't even got a heart, to be honest with you. He's just got some little microprocessor in there. No, big hearts, big hearts. I love it. Well, we, we're going to find out because uh, we've got like one of the biggest hearted guys in the world coming in in uh, a little, well, exactly 30 minutes. I've just looked at the clock there. So, uh, Amanda, are you, are you dead excited to be hooking up with uh, the man that rescues dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Super excited. I can't believe you guys um, got this space going. I love it. Well, he's a, he's a dear friend, and uh, seeing that obviously he's he's looking to be able to like get funding via crypto, considering like he's helped me out before. Uh, there's a great story, do you know, guys? I was going to keep the dog story. Uh, well, I will. I'll keep it for later. Yeah, but he just hooked me up with a dog, you know, before rescue. Yeah, and I've seen his continuous struggle now for funding, right? Constant funding, like when they've had parvo outbreaks or something like that. <clears throat> uh, I've seen this like strive for funding for at least eight years, seven, eight years or something like that. And I remember when I got my dog off him uh, five years ago, five and a half years ago, right? He only had about 300 dogs. When I spoke to him very recently, check this out, Amanda, like he's got like 1,200 dogs in his care, you know, 1,200 dogs. I can't, I can't believe you casually just said he only had 300 dogs at that time. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Shall I tell you something, though? There's something that really bugs me about Michael, right? And I've never said it to anybody before. I've never declared it, right? And it's just a grammatical error in the, in the name, in the title. I was like, ah. Oh. But then the man who rescues dogs, you know, like, T-M-W. It's not as cool, is it? Eh? Not as cool, right? T-M-T-R-D. So, Rama, you have got a heart. 
Uh, what's gains kind of gains? Ah, uh, yeah, I had my head up for a little bit. Um, <clears throat> I believe your special guest is down below. Wow, I didn't realize. Oh my Got him. <laughs> Got him up. Oh, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. Have you invited him up as a speaker, Rama? Have you? I have indeed. Thank you, Gainsey. Oh my goodness. I'm going to switch back to listener, unless if you guys need me to do anything. Hello, Michael. Uh, she, uh, Rama has invited you to uh, speak. You'll have to uh, accept it, though, I believe, yeah? Yeah, we'd love to hear from you, uh, Michael. We have Amanda here as well. Amanda's ready to go. Okay, guys, maybe he's just getting set up. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, since uh, Michael's jumped in, guys, I've just give Michael a quick uh, story. Hopefully he can hear while we bring him up as a speaker, yeah? So basically, I was on, uh, you know, the Facebook groups, uh, groups and on Michael's page, right? And then one day I saw this story uh, about a puppy farm in Chambery, right? Outside of Bangkok on the coast, yeah? And it was just one of the worst stories I'd ever heard in my life. It really, really, really got to me, yeah? Uh, what had happened is that they'd had this puppy farm that had like, I think, about six dogs in there, seven dogs or something, right? And uh, my shop here was one of them, right? And basically, guys, the house got repossessed, right? And the bank came out and put like locks on the outside and everything. And the people just fled. I think it was like a, a mother and a daughter or something like that. Rama, can you believe that? The, the, the bank put the locks on with the dogs still in the back. Can you believe that? And left them. Yeah, that's... That, that stuff always breaks my heart. Um, we had uh, some some pretty bad stories, even in Australia, um, with with similar stuff. Where, uh, like during the the fires and the floods and and that sort of stuff, they they just like couldn't couldn't get all the animals out in the the kennels and stuff. So they just had to like open the doors, or um, you know, in some cases they couldn't, and uh, just had to kind of go back afterwards. It's it's pretty bad. I heard about that, yeah. I heard about that. I mean, there's, there's these stories from all over the world, you know. Uh, I, d I don't know what it was about this particular one, but I, uh, I saw the photo of the shop here, right? All of her eyes stuck together. Uh, oh, she was covered in the ticks and the mites, a whole entire face. I mean, loads of her had to be, like, shaved. I spent so much money. I spent, like, $1,000 virtually immediately at uh, Tong Law Animal Hospital. Uh, I mean, Michael did like, you know, everything that he could. Uh, but, you know, like when, when, you, when you take care of the dog, you're responsible for like its bills. And we wanted to try to like save our eyesight if we could. Uh, I've got loads. I should have actually got some photos ready to be like put up in here, you know. Uh, but I saw the dog, the state of her. And uh, unfortunately, our beagle was, uh, had had cancer, cancerous tumour, and it was you know, terminal, we couldn't do anything about it. So we knew we were going to lose her. Uh, we lost the beagle like five weeks after getting the rescue. But also remember, we already had the two puppies, like Winston's uh, mother and father, yeah? So we had like the two bang out, yeah, the beagle for a little bit in the shop here. Uh, the shop here lived, I mean, slept with me like every night, right? Could I cuddle? I mean, she used to have horrible nightmares. Sometimes like wake up screaming, crazy stuff. I but after oh, uh, hey, Hello. Michael, uh, how are you, I'm good. sir? Uh, this is my first time. I'm a virgin to Twitter space. 
Don't you worry, we've got you now, buddy. <laughs> uh, that was that was the right idea, Michael, just to like log out and then log back in, and it'll normally work. Yeah, you, I I do it on my phone. I was trying on the on the computer first; it didn't work out. So. Wow, uh, I must say, sir, you're an honoured guest. Uh, Rama, would you like to say good evening to uh, Michael, yeah? Good evening, Michael. Good e- I'm so humbled to uh, to be speaking with you. For I, I've been keeping an eye on, on the Twitter page and seeing all the, the dogs you care for, and, uh, man, it, it breaks my heart to see them and then see the recovery photos. It, it kind of it just it just removes it from your memory and... Uh, to see the the joy back in the in the dog's eyes, it, it really lights up your world. I could I can only imagine what kind of motivates you and drives you to continue doing what you do, like seeing seeing the recovery and, and their happy faces. Yeah, that uh, it that's, must, must be an enlightening life. That's what keeps me going because uh, when I mean when you so I, I'm I'm I don't know if you know I'm I'm Michael by the way. Hello everyone, um, uh, and I've been doing this for eleven years. And uh, I'm a chef, actually. Uh, I, I had a lot of restaurants here in Thailand. And and in 2018, I actually had to close my restaurant because I couldn't do both. Uh, run the foundation and also run my, my restaurant. So uh, I choose dogs. And this was 2018. And um, what keeps me going is, just like you say, you, you, you rescue a dog and and... You make it better; it heals up, and 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 then it's uh, it's a happy dog again, hopefully. So that's what keeps me going. Yeah. Yeah, Michael, what you did for me and how I was able to take care of uh, Muan the shop here, yeah, yeah, <laughs> was just spectacular. I mean, we only had her for four years, uh, and what happened when we had the other puppies here? That was like we had like four Bango at that stage, you know. Yeah, Mawan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Mawan just got like very, very tired all the time, sleepy. She was just in the aircon, you know. But she loved going up country uh, to Kanchanaburi with my wife's family. Yeah. So she actually spent like the last like three and a half months of her life uh, playing up there with like the chickens. And oh, she was just adored, absolutely adored. Yeah. And then she passed away in the middle of, in her sleep in the middle of the night, you know. But uh, it was. Uh, I think how long ago? Four, just over four years, right? Yeah, I don't remember when I, I was trying to look back to when I rescued her because I have so many pictures. And actually, that time I didn't put him in an album, but it was about uh, four years old because we got a phone call uh, from the neighbors that um, that nobody was at home at that place and um, the dogs were uh, suffering, so we went there. And there was a padlock on the door, and it was glued, so we couldn't. There, it, nobody could use a key. And the thing is that we cannot do a. a um, we, we couldn't enter. But there would be a break in. That's against the law. So we called the police, and the police uh, opened up the door, and we saw Muan, <laughs> the Sharpay, with uh, ticks and you know ticks and fleas everywhere. Then was a, a Siberian Husky in a wooden box that had died, old food, and they had a, a I think it was a, a few Shih Tzus also. So this was a, this was a backyard breeder. And uh, then we took, move on, uh, all, all the dogs came with us, and then the owners started to call us and threaten us, and, you know, one of the dogs back, I said, no fucking way. <laughs> so, 
They were on TV. Michael, can you remember when the owners were on TV, yeah? But their faces, like, were blacked oh, yeah, out. Yeah. Yes. you remember? Yeah. Yeah, there were, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no face. They would have the silhouette talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. And they were uh, excused themselves. They were just around, uh, out of town for two days or something like that. They were, they were lying. Oh, it was, uh, it was Rama. It was an absolute disgrace. It was national news, you know, Rama. Yeah. I mean, that's why I kind of threw myself in. Uh, what I want to say to Michael is, though, and everybody listening, guys, listen to this. When Michael had fixed Moan as best he could, you know, she was, she was healthy, she'd had all the tablets, been shaved, cleaned, everything, right? Like, like brand new, you know? But yeah. she still had, like, underlying health problems, yeah? I want everybody in here to know <clears throat> that Michael, out of his own pocket, paid for a dog taxi from where he is to Bangkok, which is not cheap. It's like two and a half thousand baht or something, I think, right? And he didn't ask for anything. He just, you know, will you take care of the dog? He knew I would, and we did, and he's, he's obviously very happy. But, guys, these are the underlying expenses that people, like, don't think about. Like, how, how many dogs in total, Michael, have you got now? We have uh, at the shelter 700, and we feed and monitor 400 on the streets every day. 1100 wow 1100 we, we we try to find homes for all the dogs but we only we only rehome them within thailand as we think that people should adopt locally so i don't want to send a dog to america when there are dogs i mean they in the u.s they put to sleep two million dogs a year in shelters because they Nobody wants to adopt them, so I don't. I don't see. I don't know. I, I if if you come here and you volunteer for two weeks or whatever, and you fall in love with the dog or two dogs, that's a different story. But we don't. You still you still a hero if you if you rescue adopt a dog in America or Sweden or whatever where you live. You are still a hero. You don't have to to you know adopt a dog from China. But I guess that it it sounds maybe more. Um, like you, you know, you, where's your dog from? Thailand, or they probably ate stones for dinner, you know, and so I don't know. But I, I, if anyone here listening, if you have a dog from Thailand, that's fine. Also, for me, we don't send the dogs abroad. That's that's all. Awesome. Fair play, you you run your place. You know how you run it. Nobody can. Uh, there's no one in the world, I think, can I argue with you know you making decisions for the shelter. Yeah, Michael. Uh, I just wanted to touch on this, right? Because we're going to bring Amanda in. Can you describe what it's like, uh, your battle, like for funding? I mean, I don't know if anything's changed, if you've got regular institutional grants or funding now. Uh, I know you work very uh, closely with like the local officials in Chambury and stuff, right? Uh, but you used to always be struggling for funding. And, and, you know, it's a big thing for you, isn't it? Yeah. What's the situation like at the moment? Well, the thing is that before COVID, we actually, we were doing quite good because, um, I, I, I mean, I do love dogs. I love what I'm doing. I'm here for the dogs. There's nothing else. But you need to run a foundation as a business, you know, because the product for us is healthy and happy dogs in a clean and safe environment. That's our product. And, and uh, I mean, maybe it sounds harsh, but it is what it is. And um, so uh, we need to show the world 
our donate donors that we are doing this uh, this job and and the dogs are happy and safe and healthy. So um, before COVID, we were doing actually quite good. Um, we we got regular donations. We got actually almost a surplus every month, and that was kept aside for the expansion. We do expand the place. I have invested in a fully equipped um, uh, clinic. We have an X-ray. Everything of this, I, I spent like almost four or five million baht. But that was the surplus before COVID. After COVID, we have lost about fifty percent in donations, and that's a lot. Um, we do spend one and a half million baht per month uh, for the for the running cost, and we get maybe now about one million. It's, uh, for the last few months, more and more people like yourself have, have um, discovered us and you help us with uh, donations in crypto, which is great. I've been in crypto for, since 2017, so I'm not a virgin there at least. And uh, I do believe in it. And, uh, and so last month we got uh, about 300,000 in donations, I think. And, and now we got almost 300,000 again. The first two weeks. I hope we can continue to to make uh, it. Let's say, like, you, I was going to say, Michael, have you seen a little bit of a pickup recently? Since because obviously you got retweeted off, and you've been getting retweeted quite a few times off one yeah. of the most uh, famous uh, individuals, right? On uh, in crypto, yeah, the the small guy. People think it's a meme, but it's like one of the top guys, yeah. Have you seen an increase with with like cryptocurrency in the last month or so? Oh yes, sure. Since um, was it last month? I think uh, I posted this also. So I, I also have it in my notes how much we have received in donations on 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 crypto or uh, likewise, and it's quite about seven eight hundred thousand baht in the last uh, six weeks. So that's great. So wow. to put this in perspective, if we can receive three hundred sixty Ethereum. At today today's value, 360 will cover one year for to run the foundation. 360 Ethereum. 360 Ethereum. Hey, Rama, tag yeah. uh, Rama, tag Kobe in this tweet, will you? Tag small and tag uh, Kobe. Get them, get them in here. Go on, Rama, do your job. We're just trying to get some big people in here, you know, Michael. Yeah, yeah with big wallets. Oh, but you see, you know the. As I said, I've been I've, I've been in crypto since 2017. Of course, I mean the first year I was I, I made shit, <laughs> but then I in 2018 I actually started studying this, and I I, I I hit some great coins that I didn't know anything about. That I in, bought like like Matic. I bought thirty two thousand in 2018 for three cents each. So so that that so that was luck. I had no idea. Ng and Matic. So, so, but I, I do believe in this. I do believe in this, and I do think that that if if um, if you can help us, we can do more. I think. I mean, uh, people right now, if you start early, or if you do, uh, if you're in crypto and you work with this full time, uh, you can make money. You know. So, uh, but also if you have a group of people that want to do good, you know, that made the goal three hundred sixty Ethereum. Cover TMTRD's cost for one year. 
Well, Michael, you know, there's a big move in crypto at the minute, isn't there, Rama? To like a philanthropy, etc. right, Rama? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like there's, there's so much uh, at the moment. And uh, it's, it's, it's so awesome to see kind of uh, all these new and unique ideas to kind of uh, help fund uh, charities and organizations through like DAOs. Uh, and, you know, I think one of the, the best ways at the moment is uh, through like, you know, staking or yield farming. And then uh, the people who are kind of quote unquote donating actually retain ownership of the tokens, but uh, the rewards that they would normally get, you pass on to the charity or, or the, uh, the people uh, that you would like to have those funds. So uh, talk about that in a little bit more uh, depth, I guess, later on or or now, if you like. But, well, uh, well, Rama. Cool ideas around that sort of stuff. Rama, I would like you to explain Winston Dow because you're the brains behind the operation, the CTO, right? <laughs> but Amanda is celeb- Michael, Amanda's celebrating this week uh, from Angel Alliance. And Angel Protocol is obviously their uh, DAP that people would use, right? They've just ce- celebrated $6 million uh, co- fully donated as of this week. So, Amanda, do you want to give Michael like the elevator pitch kind of thing? Do you want to say hello to Michael? Do you want to meet each other? Yeah. Michael, nice to meet you. Nice to I meet you, Amanda. I, I missed your email. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so I, I've been trying to look for it, but I haven't seen it. Oh, that's okay. Um, I'm, we're on a space talking together, so that's that's even better. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, so elevator pitch. Um, so Angel Protocol is a nonprofit um, DAO ourself. Um, and what we do is we, our mission was to seek um, to solve the fundraising problem that charities often deal with. Um, and so we, um, yeah, we, so we incorporate, like Rama was saying, uh, yield farming and um, we have a validator um, so that the commission off of those staked goods goes to charity. Um, and then myself, I run the angel Alliance and we're slightly different, but we help funnel funds from web three products, validators, protocols, you name it. Um, layer ones, entire networks, whatever wallets, um, anybody in the web three space that's looking to make a social impact with their organization or their product, uh, incorporate us. Um, and so what we do is we take those, per, uh, the percentage of whatever they decide to give us, and we use the yield, uh, yield farming to help fund charities forever. So we in, get charities set up with a f- endowment for free, and we can help funnel funds, uh, or redirect, I should say, funds from different um, protocols right into the charity's endowment accounts. Yeah, okay. Six six million dollars. Wow, that's great. Good, good work. Great work. Thank you. Yeah, we we actually were on Terra last year, um, and we just got our got back on our feet at the beginning of September. So we are we are super excited. Uh, we've been very very busy, and like um, Robo was saying, there's there's a really big push right now for despite the bear market for people that are reaching out to me saying. Like we still want to give, we want to give back because, you know, charities don't stop in a bear market. They still need funding. And like you said, like after COVID, especially a lot of people were experiencing, um, you know, like people just don't have as much money or they don't have as much to give. So, um, 
you know, just making those connections. It's what I do every day and, and talk to people. And yeah, so we're helping to fund, fund charities forever. Well, that's great. Amanda, can I ask you, Amanda, very quickly, do you think Michael is a good fit for you guys and you guys are a good fit for Michael? I, I mean, I've looked at the two of you and I think this could be, uh, I mean, obviously you might want to have a one-on-one chat, you know, it's just that we're all here, we're all like quite excited. Do you think they're a good fit, Amanda? Oh, of course. Yeah, they're doing, they're doing good. They're making waves in the space. That's, that's amazing. Like the, the, the reach that you guys have and the amount of good that you've done, obviously like it's showing for itself. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know if you have, um, I don't know if you have uh, looked up, uh, looked us up on, on Facebook because I do more posts there. I have, uh, I post like six, Five, six times a day, so it's it's more information there than Twitter. Anyway, if you have the chance to go out to our Facebook page, also you can see more of our work. But it's a, it's um it's a uh, uh, I <laughs> you know when I when I I had my when I started work here in Thailand, I, I moved here twenty almost twenty one years ago. And I started working in the restaurant business, and at most we have six restaurants. I closed, I, and then I, I resigned. I, I was fed up with work, uh, working with so many people. I, I opened my own little place, me as a chef, did everything, and two waitresses. And then I started to do uh, this on full-time, uh, more full-time, 14 hours a day. And I was thinking, you know, when I had my small little restaurant, me and only two staff, and now I'm back again to 35 staff and headaches. <laughs> so I, I do actually have more work, more work with the staff than with the dogs. Can you believe that? But uh, we, as I said, we have 35 staff, and we Michael, also, yeah. Sorry, Michael. How many? How many uh, is in the wheelchair mafia now? Because uh, Winston Dow retweeted the uh, YouTube video because the. I mean, what you do with like the wheelchair mafia and how you guys dictate them out and stuff is just it pulls at my heartstrings every minute I see, right? How many have you got in there now? We have the wheelchair mafia. We have thirty-six. And wow, uh, yeah, and and, and the, some people actually come and visit us just to see them run in the afternoon. We do two two walks with them: one in the morning at six a.m. and one at two p.m. And people they come here just to to be able to. Uh, watch them run and it's so fun we have a we have a few clips on our facebook we also have a few clips on youtube channel so you can have a look at them there oh they're great they're great i think where crypto is really going to help you uh michael right is <clears throat> having this uh like in incremental uh what we would call like residual income you know uh income i mean this is what like really crypto we'll get rama to talk about this in a moment and obviously amanda can expand or whatever she, she, she needs to yeah uh, you, you see like this like you know it's not like a windfall type thing what's happening now with these different you know the alliance and stuff and what we're gonna do it's kind of revenue that you'll always like be able to count on moving forward you know yeah continual kind of thing yeah so Amanda, are you hooking up with Michael? You're going to be doing a Zoom, or you'll be uh, you'll be taking this uh, conversation further. I have no doubt. Yeah, of course. We we can have a Zoom. We can have a Zoom call. Sure. 
Look, yeah. Did you hear that, Rama? Rama, did you hear what we're doing? Stinking the brain, bringing people together. What, what do you think, Rama? This is a beautiful thing. Thank you, Robo and Rama. Yeah, this this is exactly it, right? Like, uh, we we like to have a good time, but when there's uh, when there's a real cause and a, and a genuine need, and uh, there's a gap uh, that we can try and fill, and we can bring people together, this is uh, this is where we step up and uh, make sure that we can connect people, right? Like, that's what crypto is all about: is uh, connecting people. Mm. And what a, what about what about Michael's story, though? Ram, that's inspiring, isn't it? Yeah, it's like. You know, running a restaurant, which is all about you know feeding people, and then uh, feeding quits dogs. His, quits his multiple multiple franchise business to uh, to go and care and look after dogs and nurture them, feed them. It's inspiring, man. It it really makes me like question uh, what I'm doing with my life, working a normal nine to five, uh, just you know telling business people how to do their job better. Uh, when you've got people like you who are out there, you know, impacting yeah, but- real lives and everyone can do this you know it's it's that's that's why maybe you know the people that cannot work hands-on can help in another way that we're talking about now and um he's too humble man that's why he's that's why he's so good at his job that's why he's so good at it why he's the king (laughs) oh well i'll just just say one thing um so we we have we have one of course, when people donate to charities, we have <clears throat> our marketplace, which right now has um, about a hundred charities in the marketplace that people can just go donate. It's one click and you're done. It's it's really amazing. It's beautiful. Um, and we have about another hundred that are waiting to get on. We just, you know, doing our due diligence and getting paperwork and getting them set up with their uh, Kepler account. But um, we have one general fund. It's called the AP for Angel Protocol, our endowment account. And for people that like want to give but don't like necessarily have one specific charity that they want to give to, we encourage them to give to the AP endowment. And what that one does is the yield from that goes to every single one of our charities. So if you if there's people in the alliance, which we always try to opt for, you know, for people that are larger and have a lot of a lot to donate. Um, that's where the, that's where you at Michael would be able to donate or would be, would be able to receive that trickle effect every single month. Because if people are giving to that endowment account, everybody's going to be benefiting. So you wouldn't only benefit from the raccoons or whatever, or if somebody else is very passionate about what you're doing, of course, but you'd also get those funds from everybody else. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's really, it's really a beautiful thing. And at one point last year, Every single one of our charities in our index was getting a thousand U.S. dollars, so it was huge. A, a, you know, a lot of a lot of good was done, and we're just going to continue to like blow that number. I was like, let's do a thousand dollars a day. Like I, that's my goal. Like we're gonna get we're gonna get big, and I'm so excited. That's that's excellent. That's great. Yes, yes. We we um. So let's set up a, a Zoom meeting. Uh, I'm here. I think this time is good for me during the day. Uh, I'm I'm done, almost. I'm, I'm not done working. I'm going to start work again now. But I'm, I'm I'm I'm. This is a good time for me. It's about six o'clock Thai time. I don't know where you are, all of you. I'm in the I'm in the United States, so it's seven in the morning. But that yeah, this is a good time for me too. I'll definitely um, connect with you after this call, and we can set up a proper 
private meeting. <laughs> Please send me a message so we don't get lost. <laughs> so. Absolutely. It was really nice meeting you, Michael. Nice to, to be here. And, and um, yeah, good. Nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I yeah. really much. You're doing ama- you're doing amazing work. I, I I will definitely check out your Facebook because I I was only looking on Twitter, um, but yeah, I'm I'm so excited. And what you're saying about the wheelchairs, like I would, oh my god, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Amanda, Am- Amanda, have you not seen the video? Or no. So do me a favor. If you look for or search for Winston Dow, right, which is uh, not Winston, the traditional one. We created the Dow, which Rama's gonna tell Michael about in a second. If Michael's still got the time, yeah. But if you look like W-Y-N-N-S-T-A-N and then Dowing cut it to the letters, right? It's the pinned post. I pinned it to the post here yeah, on Winston Dow, which is the next topic because Michael's a very busy man. Uh, Michael, we've come up, the raccoons, which is our NFT project, right? Yeah. Uh, we've basically got 1,333 uh, AI-generated NFTs, right? And as the owners of these NFTs, we're actually the shareholders in the like gaming gambling platform, right? And these NFTs are going to be leading to like rewards. I'm not like the technical guy. Rama can quickly fill you in. Yeah, give you the elevator story. Uh, But basically, we're we're looking to be able to uh, stake these NFTs. Uh, We've got some plans to like continually generate revenue from it and then use our DAO, which is named after my little puppy, Winston, yeah. We, who, who, by, Michael, my uh, little puppy's an online celebrity, isn't he, Roma? Everybody loves Winston, no? <laughs> he is indeed. He's got a lot of followers on Facebook as well. Got his own little sticker collection from what I see. Oh, yeah. Huh. I need to my, my- Michael, guess how many followers my dogs have got on Facebook? No, yeah, I- okay. no idea. 11,000. Wow, that's great. (laughs) How many do Um, you (laughs) have? What? How many do you have? Oh, nowhere near that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like 1% of that. That's what I have. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like like, like Rama said, they've got their own sticker collection. You know, lineup. You know, everybody in Thailand uses lineup there, Michael, yeah? They've got their own sticker collection. Right, Rama, what's the Dow elevator pitch? What's the Dow elevator pitch, Rama? Yeah, so uh, the lovely thing uh, about uh, the ecosystem that we're in is uh, this platform called DowDow. And what it does is enables us to create uh, our own DAOs, which is uh, essentially a collective of people who decide to join uh, to, you know, uh, to have a common cause or common good. Uh, Robbo uh, decided to create Winston Dow, and uh, we were kind of thinking of ways in which uh, Winston Dow could um, help fund uh, uh, the, the acronyms are a bit too long for my uh, primitive brain. TMTRD. TRD, we'll just call it. TRD is good. TMTRD. TMTRD. There we go. Now I've said it. It'll stick. Uh, how we can provide uh, revenue for you continually. Yeah, and uh, we're in. Uh, we've got the little raccoon profile pictures, and we will get our returns through through the NFTs. Uh, and Winston Dow, uh, we're going to have people who elect to uh, stake their NFTs within the Dow, uh, and the idea being that that Dow is uh, secure uh, and controlled uh, via via the Dow members. 
and all of the revenues for the people who are left to stake their NFTs in that DAO will go to a wallet uh, of your choosing um, for all of the revenues for those NFTs to go to you for as long as people choose. Okay. Uh, in addition to that, and this is a little bit of alpha that Robbo probably doesn't quite know about, uh, is you can also stake tokens within that DAO. So we can elect to put 50 or 100 or 1,000 Juno into that DAO and stake them. And the returns from those staked tokens will also go to your wallet. I still own the NFT and I own the tokens. You will get all of the returns that I would have got for as long as they're staked there. And anyone can elect to do that. And there is zero loss other than some returns uh, that you're electing to provide to you. Uh, the benefit of this is if the Juno token goes up to $50, $100, your rewards multiply via the price of Juno. If you choose to and you're in surplus, you can hold those tokens until you choose, sell them whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So the idea being, I think we've got, uh, I think there's, I think there's at least ten of us that I know of currently that I know of. I'm sure Robo probably knows more, who are going to put uh, one or two NFTs in the DAO, um, and we'll get returns on those pretty consistently uh, once the DAO's set up. Uh, and I'm personally going to put uh, probably fifty or hundred Juno in the DAO and stake them, so you'll get the returns on those as well. Sounds great. Sounds great. Wow. Roma. Yeah. I mean, I did I didn't know that's about the staking. That's big though, isn't it, Amanda? Big, yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's great. And it's you know, it's on brand because it's Winston Dow and he's in the Hall of Fame. There's not a person on, on uh, Cosmos uh, crypto Twitter that doesn't know Winston, right? If you don't know Winston, there's something wrong with your life, yeah. So the fact that we've connected it with a dog. You know, Michael, let's just got that little bit on brand, on point, you know, like just like the raccoons are, yeah? We, we, we are becoming, Michael, very, very famous at the minute, you know? Okay. I, I just found your Twitter account. Uh, okay, okay. Well, we have uh, we have a gaming, like, gambling site, uh, Michael. It's, now, it's only on one chain at the moment, but there are plans to go multi-chain, and we'll be looking to, like, onboard, you know, the next on board will be looking like for a good few thousand users, right? So you can always check our platform out. Uh, we have actually two websites. So we actually have the raccoon.supply, which is where we uh, use our wallet control our NFTs. It's where we uh, claim our revenue. So we've just had, uh, you've got to remember, Michael, we're only six months old, right? Yeah. Uh, we're, we're very new, yeah. We've just had the first claim distribution uh, two weeks ago. Uh, we had a couple of teething problems just with like claiming with gas and stuff, but everybody got their rewards, right? Uh, there was like 1,333 Juno, uh, which at the time was like about what, I don't know, about six grand or something like that, whatever. Uh, but it was just proof of concept. Now the idea is that we go multi chain. We move, we create like another 10 to 12 games. So the games that we've got at the moment, uh, you'll be able to say them just so you know that we're very valid, right? Our uh, gaming platform is raccoon.bet. Really yeah. easy to remember that one, raccoon.bet. Yeah, but when you're on the internet, have a little look, you know. 
uh, you'll see we've got a few games, lottery, uh, dice, uh, slots being very successful, Rama, haven't we? In a short period of time, yeah? Very successful. They have. They have. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite my tongue. I just had the greatest idea. I'm going to bite my tongue because I'm not sure if the raccoon guys uh, are going to come in, but I have an idea and I'm going to propose it when Raccoon gets in here, and I'm going to put them on the spot if they haven't already got it as an idea. Ah, well, we do have an idea, uh, and it's down to Terra Spaces. So Terra Spaces has put an idea to Raccoon, and they're going to go with it. I don't, and it involves Amanda. Uh, so I don't know how long Amanda's sticking around for, because for Mole, for Mole, this is still, like, really, really early. I mean, uh, 8 o'clock was normally, like, his time, wasn't it, Rama? Yeah. Okay, well, as, as CTO, um, I'm just going to put it out there and say that uh, when we get the TMTRD wallet set up, uh, we just put in 10 lottery tickets for every lotto for free. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to drop Alpha. I'm going I'm, I'm to drop Alpha because Raccoon said I could if the conversation came up right. Uh, raccoon.bet are going to do like it hasn't been decided we're going to have to vote but we're going to do at least like monthly if not like bi-monthly like lotteries where uh, everything will go to obviously uh, uh, or, or there'll be a, 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 a charity lottery Rama, where we can send it to Angel yeah I, I haven't gotcha, I've had gotcha. very, yeah, no, very I love brief, it I love it right because then uh, people are, are electing to, to jump in uh, where you know a, a portion of the proceeds go to uh, a charity uh, or uh, Angel Protocol, and uh, they can kind of distribute it out and um, how they like. It's good. Yeah, and Finn Finn suggested it. Your man Finn at Terra Spaces, who's an absolute god, I'll tell you. Uh, Michael, I mean, I know you're a busy guy, uh, buddy. You know, feel free to tell us that you need to jump out at any time. I know that I know what your life's like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, though, what an honour and a privilege to have someone like you on because I've known about you for so long, followed your work a lot. Uh, during COVID myself, you know, I fell off the train a little bit. Uh, wasn't on Facebook, you know, got a bit depressed at times, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm definitely back in seeing all the stuff that you're doing, right? And I had four great years with my girl, so... Personally, I mean, I can't thank you enough. This is a real honour for this space, as mind. A real honour, Michael, to have you. And I hope in the future, when we get everything up and running, we can have you back on and we'll see how much further we can push this and help you out, OK? Yeah, thanks so much for having me here and thinking about us as a foundation. And hopefully we can help it. So you can help me and I can help you in one way. I don't know how, but I'm sure we can do something uh, because of, we did have, uh, there have been some few uh, meme coins uh trying to uh you know trying to help us and uh, a few rug pulls of course but they they, ne they never stand it's like um up and then down but they they donate money i just had a logo on their website and, and so on so but uh, anyway so this is, seems more serious and uh, i'm so grateful that you guys have been sharing our work and it resulted as i said in almost almost Seven hundred thousand plus in the last at least six to eight weeks, and uh, wow. really grateful for this. So, are you well, still, are you still in Thailand? I am. Yeah, I'm here with the dogs. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my wife and I we uh, separated. Uh, well, we just moved into separate houses. Uh, but I've I've still got the two dogs. So I've got mum, 
uh, and I've got the youngest puppy. Well, and my wife's got the Bangkok. father and the twins, but I'm in Bangkok, yeah. Maybe you can come and say hello. And yeah, I want to bring I want to bring Dicky down. There's a guy called Dicky in the chat. He's uh, he's just moved here to Thailand. Okay. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll have a word with her and uh, arrange the con. I'll uh, come down and see you soon, buddy, for sure. Yeah, for Please. sure. All right. Okay. But I, I like what you said, Michael. I like what you said about credibility, though, because we we would only come to you if we were very very established with a great like roadmap ahead, right? And we've got insane credibility from like all quarters of the industry. The, 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 you know, the IBC that we're in, right? The Cosmos IBC, it's, uh, it's phenomenal. The recognition we've gained very, very quickly. So yeah, we're going to put that to some use. We're going to have a, you know, make a social impact, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's to offset the fact that we are a gaming platform. You know, it's, part, it's a social cause for us. Yeah, and it's just it's just further. It's just more proof of legitimacy, you know. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, do you want to say anything? Because I think Michael might drop down to like a listener, or he might drop off altogether. Amanda, is anything you want to say before? Yeah. No. Thank you so much for uh, hopping on this space too. I, I'm very happy to meet you and amazing work you're doing. And hopefully, if uh, Angel Protocol can help you even more. Thank so. you. Yes. Hope so. <laughs> That's- yeah. Can- Continue doing amazing work. Like, obviously, you're doing amazing. So, thank you so much. And uh, let's set up a Zoom meeting. My, my dog started barking. <laughs> I have I have 16 dogs, by the way, myself. Wow. Yeah, let's do it. We'll set yeah, up okay. a... Okay. <laughs> thank you all. Thank you for having me. And have a good night and day and evening. Take care, Michael. Yeah, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care, buddy. Wow. Busy, busy, busy man, I'm sure. Uh, very thankful for his time. Uh, Did he say 60 or 16? No, no, in his own house, right? When I used to know him before, uh, it was only like 11 or something. And they're all over the house, man, you should see them. It, but like, they're like they're, honestly, they're so well looked after. He's got 16 in his house now. <laughs> I have one golden retriever and my wooden floors look like carpet and we vacuum every day. 16 man got a heart of gold that's it? it's uh, wow it's insane what an insane space is amanda i mean they, this is what a spaces is about it's like bringing people together different parts of the world through web3 doing some good man this is what i've been talking about all the time this is me having fun in crypto man this is what you call fun guys i'm telling you if you're not involved man guys you're just not with the program is that right amanda it, it is. This is like what I live for. And, I, you know, like with the Angel Alliance, I always like to say, like, it's collaboration over competition. And, you know, if people in the space are doing amazing work and social impact, I was like, we're not trying to take away from them. Like, let's like, let's elevate their stage, you know, like, let's work together. Let's we're, we're all working for the common good. So we're not we're not trying to compete. We're trying to just make the world a better place. And, you know, it's it's amazing. I love it. Well, do you know what's really cool about being here in Thailand at the minute, right? Is that uh, the king, the current king, has got like his own uh, dog uh, foundation, right? Because there's other places in Thailand, and there's a the government one, and the scoot, etc. Uh, basically, the king's foundation like sends them like loads of like food and medicines and stuff all the time. Now that's a level of credibility, Amanda, that not many charities have, right? No, that's that's awesome. Oh, the royal family are so beloved here. Yes, Rama, go ahead, sorry, buddy. 
Yeah, no, I was just saying we've got uh, Will on Fire, founder of Empower Plastic in here. Just invited him up to speak whenever he's ready. Oh, I missed that. Sorry, bro, because I was so busy talking no, to no, Mike. I, you know? I'm fairly certain, and feel free to absolutely give it to me if I'm wrong. I'm fairly certainly only recently joined. I've been trying to okay. keep down, keep an eye on things. Little Gaines has come back up as a speaker. I would love to know what he thought about the interview with Michael there. Did you like that, Gaines? Guys, 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 that was that was amazing. Um, I I don't think I've seen like someone host a space about donating to charity <clears throat> live, like connecting Angel Protocol with a potential person, and th- that was just really special. So seriously, guys, that was awesome for real. Well, Gaines, Gaines, can I just highlight something while because Will on Fire's jumped up, right? I just want to say something about Gaines, guys. Go back, listen to his interview with uh, Jake the other night, right? And, and listen to his extremely well-timed and polite interjections. Uh, Gaines, I'm just going to give you a shout-out online with all the racks listening in. For me, the interview with Jake, I thought you'd up your game, mind, son. I was really sitting here buzzing for your mind. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thank you so much. Have you gone back and listened to it, Gaines, yeah? Have you gone back I, and listened? I, sometimes I do listen to my own spaces, um, especially if I just feel like I need to improve on some things. Um, that one, I, I haven't really listened to the entire thing, so, but I appreciate it. But no, for you guys, handled that whole, like, and meet very professionally, and um, I would love to see more of these kind of spaces happen in, in, on Twitter, for sure. More charity spaces. Yeah, it was fun, that. I enjoyed that then there. Rama was great, yeah. So it was Amanda. I'll tell you what, Amanda, you're a chatty person, aren't you, man? I bet you're too bubbly as anything in real life, aren't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> some, some people are infectious like that, aren't they, Rama? You speak to them and it's just infectious, yeah? Yeah, you, you, you can just hear it in a voice, like, absolutely, like, passion overload and overflowing everywhere. It's, it's great. And uh, those are the people, when you kind of speak to them and they're involved in charities, like you know that it's it's going to be a success, right? Because uh, when they're super passionate about it and you can hear it in their voice, uh, you know what motivates them. And uh, it's it's real it's uh, and it's genuine. And when you have that that drive and that motivation, it's, it's infectious and, and it infects other people and it makes them uh, want to just commit and, and support. And uh, that's that's what you really need. I, I wish I had that. I, I, I struggle with it all the time. Uh, not not uh not to support people. It's it's the uh the the continued uh drive and and passion and motivation for all things life uh in various avenues is it's it's a lot of effort uh, for me to do. Uh, maybe it's just my personality type. Uh, and yeah, you guys who do it naturally, it's uh, I'm envious. It's, you live a good life. <laughs> Rama, can I, can I just have a big head moment here? Like, I mean, you couldn't get your head through the door the other day because if anybody clicks on my profile, sees my uh, banner, you'll see exactly what I mean, right? About Rama and his big head the other week, yeah? When he was drunk, torturing us. Uh, right, Michael said, like, the last six to eight weeks, he pulled in 700k baht, right, in, uh, in crypto, right? Yeah, Rama, did you hear that, yeah? I did. Right. And when, when was it I went and I posted my in, uh, small tweet and I, 
when he was on about, he, he tweeted like something about like feed your little friends or when winter comes, take care of your little friends, something like he always does, right, about the dogs. And all I did is I just like retweeted like my thing in there with like the T, uh, I can't even say it, man. T-M-T-R-D, yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm not saying I triggered that, but Small's been retweeting them constantly and I'm the dude to kick that off. Can you believe that? I'm just going to take a moment of glory just for a second, just because I'm talking to you, Rain Man. Are you speechless? Rama's actually speechless. That Robbo helped it. Oh, is he? Never mind. That's gains. That's a decent amount, though, buddy, no? 700k baht, 68 weeks. How much is that in US dollars? <clears throat> About 20, 20 grand. Not bad at all. Wow. Oh, wow, wow. Well, I was surprised uh, when he said, you know, um, check my Facebook. You know, I got more followers there um, because I checked his, you know, profile here on Twitter. And dude, he has like almost 500K followers on, on Facebook. Oh, dude, he's famous all over the world. He, uh, you know, the Dodo, you know, the, the Dodo, the, uh, like the rescues, like animal stories and stuff, you know, like the channel, yeah. If you find his, uh, he regularly posts it and he's pinned. If you ever find, guys, listen to this. If you ever find the, the Dodo video, it's got millions and millions of hits, right, of a, a dog called Milo. And I mean, guys, this dog, poor, when he found it, I mean, everyone else on the earth would just say, pull it down. I mean, it was crazy, man. He couldn't even, like, they couldn't even pick it up normally, man. They had to put it in the blanket. I've never, ever seen an an emancipated case like this in my life, man. It was just one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, he's got millions of hits on the Dodo one. The dog's called Milo and he's actually in America. And a few years ago, uh, Michael managed to like get over and be reunited. He actually went to America where like some people have got the dogs, you know, the people who have been over and worked at the shelter. I'm not going to keep going on about it because Will's here. Uh, But dude, yeah, I mean, he's got, he's really famous around the world really famous and we've just connected some guy on facebook with 500k we've just connected raccoons mate the, the stinky blinders rama did you get rugged son rama shelby hello am i back rama shelby back in the house hello. isn't he uh, yep uh, australian internet um that's next on the no it's it's last on the charity list i think we did this to ourselves we deserve a terrible internet forever uh, alas, I am back. No, it's uh-huh. it's amazing. Uh, how cool is that? Like you, you shoot out a couple of tweets and uh, you know get amazing support like that, and uh, it's it's going to a good cause. And uh, I, you know, I always I follow uh, small and uh, inverse bra, and uh, to see him like constantly retweeting uh, his his tweets to kind of continue to support and promote that is is so cool. And uh, it's good to see that there's kind of there's people in the space who who genuinely care. Like it doesn't matter the size of their follower account or who they are, they they have a genuine interest and in, and want to support. And it's good to see that you know little things like retweeting can actually go a big way and and support people. So uh, never underestimate the power of a retweet, regardless of who you are and and what account you are. Uh, feel free to tag any big accounts, and if you believe in the cause enough. Uh, be persistent and uh, you'll probably break through. And don't be afraid of the stinky blinders either, I'll tell you. Guys, we're taking over, man. We've shown all of these other NFT projects, right, how it's done. And the more we can have cool collaborations like that and help people out, which should bring us on to Will. Uh, Rami, you said he hasn't been here that long. Uh, good evening, Will. Yeah, good evening. 
We've been having a good space, buddy. We're glad you've joined us, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Sorry for getting on late. I'm actually outside walking around, so I just uh, was a bit noisy. And uh, <laughs> now I got on, but uh, I can bring my 200 Facebook followers into the discussion, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Rama, you welcome your man. How are you doing, Will? You, uh, I'm not surprised that you're outside. It, uh, it's not surprising at all. You're having a good day? Yeah, actually, and that's why, because I'm, I'm based in Norway, and uh, <laughs> today it's sunny and pretty warm. So that's uh, one of the last days this year, I think. So just how to go out. Yeah, it's uh, just getting into spring here, so it's it's starting to warm up. It's I, I did the, the lawns today, and uh, it was quite warm. We went from, in Australia, we go from winter to summer in about three weeks, I reckon. Uh, and then that's it, you know, 30, 35 degrees, 38 degrees uh, Celsius, not, not Fahrenheit. <laughs> that's pretty nice. <laughs> we have like five degrees now, so enjoy that. Oh, I, I love the cold weather too. So <laughs> for me, it's like the polar opposite. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. It's so, uh, oops, sorry. Go ahead, Amanda. No, that was an accident. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, so Will, um, we've got a few people in here. Uh, did you want to give us a quick intro of yourself and uh, Empower Plastic? And Because uh, I'm not too sure a lot of people um, have, have spoken to you in here. There might be a few who haven't. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I'm uh, one of the founders uh, together with German, our CTO as well. And, uh, and we started Empower in, uh, in 2018, uh, but we kind of on the back of starting a blockchain wallet SDK company in 2017. And we were kind of looking for use cases where we could really have some real impact with the blockchain technology. And what we figured was that uh, we looked at uh, several different things, but we had uh, a friend of us who was a Norwegian champion surfer, and he was running his beach cleanup NGO. And I've been doing that for like five, six years before it became popular, uh, as you said. And, uh, and he kind of challenged us, like, how can we do something about plastic waste with uh, blockchain technology? So, <laughs> and then, you know, then uh, what we did was, okay, what is it that really works in, in uh, plastic waste space? And that's really the deposit uh, reverse vending machine scheme, right? The plastic bottle deposit scheme, where you crowdsource collections, aggregation at source of plastic bottles. And, People bring out the plastic bottles, take it back to the supermarket, and they get like uh, 10 cents or something like that. And by doing that, you get kind of a clean waste stream and you recycle around 97% of all the PT bottles in Norway. So we figured, like, can we use blockchain technology to make a global system where we kind of digitize this, make sure that anyone can set up a collection point anywhere in the world where they can pay out a kind of a crypto enabled payment to anyone who delivers plastic? There, so that they can get it back in a good shape, where it has, still has a value, and they can sell it on. Then we can really make the end of this global uh, infrastructure that you need to get the circular economy, and in the end, also kind of a world without waste, where you keep kind of track of all all materials. You make sure they, instead of becoming waste, create local jobs and comes back again. And so that was, yeah, the whole starting point, and I guess uh, purpose of empower as well. Will are you guys are you guys primarily focused on uh, Southeast Asia? Is that where you're starting the journey, or what? Yeah, I, I mean, we started uh, when we started in 2018. What we did was 
we put us this Facebook ad uh, saying that anyone can donate like three or five dollars per month and we'll make sure we clean that up. We match that with the uh, collection organizations anywhere in the world and we pay that money directly to them. And what you will get is kind of the data back. So we make sure that data is on the blockchain. You can you know check the time, place, the date, what's the idea of the kind of collection organization and the person delivering. And and we, we did like a first cleanup in Norway um, in the spring 2018 and got some news on that because it's like one of the first blockchain driven beach cleanups. And then what happened was that like the month after an organization from Mumbai called us, I said, oh, can we do this here as well? And, and we said, yeah, sure. We'd like to have that. We can do it tomorrow. And they did another cleanup. And then there was a Norwegian minister at the site as well who visited them. Since then, it's been for the last four years, we had like a weekly inbound requests from all over the world so we are in yeah 40 50 countries now where kind of all collection organizations and joe's uh waste management companies are kind of using this to digitize what they're doing much with uh, donors and sponsors and and we kind of facilitate uh, more the digitization of it ensuring that you know where the money is going getting proof where the materials are collected and where they're going next so kind of track them through the value chain as well so so this asia is uh it's becoming bigger and bigger. So we are in Indonesia, Vietnam, um, Thailand as well. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> really we'll, a lot of places. <laughs> we'll, so really, we'll, yeah. Will we have a horrendous problem here? I mean, in Thailand, <laughs> I mean, in Thailand, sure. we have major problems, right? And there's always like beach cleanups going up. Like, and it, I mean, obviously, yeah. there's like a lot of Thais get involved, but there's like, it's mostly a lot of foreigners doing the organizing, you know? And when you yeah. see what they collect, it's just frightening. And it's such a beautiful country, and it's just so embarrassing. So embarrassing to see this all over and the disrespect for the world, man. It's, it kills me, brother. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think you know, it was shocking to me when we started this. Like, we, we thought, like, okay, Norway is pretty good, but we saw immediately, like, okay, there's a lot of needs here. And then people in Mumbai called us and said, oh, you need to go to Mumbai because this is the worst place in the world. And then every kind of week or day after, there's a new country. There's someone from Panama calling, oh, Panama is the worst place in the world. No, Tanzania is the worst. And Thailand is the worst. And it's just like, I think this problem is so much larger and, you know, horrendous than anyone thinks because you just see it. You need to see it to believe it, right? And if you go to every place, they have the same terrible infrastructure and just ended up in a linear economy that, you know, creates hundreds of millions of tons of waste every year and there's no system to take care of it and it's uh, it's starting to get enough right it's not uh, there's not more room in the ocean for more plastic and we're yeah. all getting that impact. yeah we have we have stories of like the sea turtles and stuff you know every like day uh, on the news and stuff here it's, it's quite a sad state of affairs you know yeah, definitely. It's uh, I, I, it's getting worse, right? And the more they start to look into it, I, I guess there was some news this week about finding microplastics in uh, in breast milk and things like that. And uh, two years ago, they did a study in Germany where ninety percent of all the kids from five to eight years old had kind of toxic uh, plastic in their blood or urine samples. So it is kind of one thing is you destroy environment, but it's also a huge experiment on what we can, how much plastic can we actually get into the value chains so, and food chains as well. Yeah, well, the, I mean, there's been some incredib incredibly like innovative things happening there. Rama, uh, if I remember rightly, there was this thing going in uh, Australia with you guys where they were looking at making like, you know, like the plastic bags, but out of uh, sugar. Uh, have you guys got them over there yet, Rama? 
Have you guys got the like stick me anymore? I don't think we've got that. A, a lot of our takeaway now does um uh like re um recycled paper. So if you if you go to any takeout shop, um for the most part now you will just get um like paper bags and it's all recycled paper, which is really good. And then all of our shopping centers, um, they all do reusable plastic bags. There's no single use anymore across the entire country, which is great. Um, but we haven't quite got to kind of uh, degradable ones as mainstream yet. You can only get it in some of the kind of really niche stores um, that really focus on it. Um, the other th- cool thing that uh, in my state in particular uh, is uh, our green bins get picked up every week. And um, our normal garbage bin is a reduced size and our recycle bin is like twice the size. So um, they're really forcing people down a path where you need to kind of think about how you dispose of your rubbish because your normal bin gets picked up every fortnight, your green bin gets picked up every week. So so long as you're putting all your food scraps into your food bin, which we have, and we have uh, degradable um, food bags that we get, um which is great so you can just put all your food scraps in there and uh, they go into your green bin in in nice closed bags and they're all sealed up and they get collected every week so uh, there's a real focus on kind of reducing plastic and and reducing general waste um to try and remove it all uh, which is good um and uh the the really cool thing is like we've seen like a, a massive positive impact on our local environments where uh, i i live in between the lake and the beach so uh, i noticed that there's you, you barely ever see rubbish uh, along the along the lake or along the beach anymore, whereas, you know, five years ago, you'd see it all the time. So I think there's been like a lot of social impact as well. A lot more people are a lot more socially aware of, you know, how and, and where and why we use and, you know, why we use plastics and, and cleaning up rubbish and that sort of stuff, which is good. We've still got terrible problems out here. I mean, they've, uh, they've, they've banned the use of the plastic bags, right, at the supermarkets and, like, everywhere else, right? And But they've, they've still got them, like, under the counter. Even in, like, your main 7-Eleven and stuff like that, you know, like, you've got to pay, like, one bar for it, right? So, obviously, the ties will not pay, like, one bar for a carrier bag, but, like, they banned them, but they've still got them under the counter. I was like, what's the point? What's the point? Honest, I've got no idea. Dude, I've got a lovely shopping bag made, though. Don't use any carrier bags ever. Hate the plastic. Like, mate, it's just disgusting, man, isn't it? Yeah, a, a lot of ours now is uh, we have, um, like, cotton reusable ones, and you buy those for, you know, a couple of dollars. Um, and if you go into the shops and purchase it, you just take those in, fill them up. But if you forget them, you know, you can buy a cu- you can buy a cotton ones there or you can get, like, the, I don't know, I think they're a dollar each, and you can get a plastic reusable one. Um, and if you don't reuse it, you can actually just take, a bag of the plastic reusable bags and they will recycle them and make them back into bags again, which is really cool. So they don't just go into the bin. It's called a, it's called a bag for life. Have you ever seen the video? No, the dude that went on normal TV at all. Dude, you should say the dude, you should say the dude that went on Britain's got talent. Uh, he was called Mickey, 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 but he was hilarious. Right. And he, he did this song about a uh, bag for life, mate. I was absolutely crying, laughing at it, man. Brilliant. You, you don't expect it. Then he just comes out with like bag for life. Hey, Rama, have you got any technical questions for Will? And what I'm wondering is, has he been uh, facing any challenges like in certain countries with bureaucracy or anything? Because we have a lot of bureaucracy in Thailand. Uh, 
Will, have you had any issues with local governments or local officials? Um, not really. I mean, and, and uh, we try to build it in a way where we wouldn't get it, for sure. So we, we don't take any ownership to anything or plastics or, you know, facilities. So it's all done by local entrepreneurs. And uh, so, um, yeah, well, it's, uh, it's actually been very surprising. Uh, no issues on the political side, but just support everywhere because I think everyone just wants to solve this problem. Yeah, so from the technical side, Will, um, you know, we're obviously in a crypto call and we're talking about, um, you know, good causes and charities and DAOs and the like. Uh, I see you've got a pretty spiffy uh, profile picture there. Uh, what are you guys currently doing from a blockchain perspective uh, to kind of um, grow the Empower brand within the, the IBC space and how can how can we get involved at, at a more, you know, uh, in, you know detailed level? What, what what can we do to support you? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I might uh, might be out of battery for a minute, so that I'll get back on if I if I disappear. But uh, no, we're actually launching kind of our own Cosmos chain now. So uh, the testnet is up and came up like a few weeks ago, and uh, a main should be coming yeah end of the year or January. So we really we started on like in 2018 we did. Uh, the incentives on an Ethereum-based app and uh, realized that this won't scale to solve the plastic waste problem because you you will need a lot of small value incentives kind of globally and it doesn't uh, work out. So we've really been kind of looking out for technology, like when is this mature enough to really jump on and, and do this ourselves and build a, the own infrastructure. And uh, yeah, I think uh, as Cosmos came along and IBC was launched, this was kind of uh, look at the... Uh, uh, interoperability, being able to uh, launch a sovereign chain that was really tailored to plastic waste and, you know, collection, segregation source, creating global incentives was just like a perfect match for us. So uh, we're really working on that part now and we'll launch a lot of uh, features and incentives and tokens uh, during the next few months. Yeah, excellent. So um, I'm assuming you've got a, a couple of people or a couple of uh, a team or something helping you build out the blockchain and, and test everything and make sure everything is all good. Yeah, that's not So you can join. We have like a Discord there where we have to have people in. So that's been a... Well, more, more from a, a technical perspective, right? Because I talk to a few devs and, uh, uh, you know, I, I talk to Jacob quite a lot. So from a blockchain perspective, right? Like your goal is to kind of get that up and make sure it's the best it can be. Uh, what I can do is, and I know for a fact that he will do it, is someone like Jacob, if he's not involved, uh, get him involved and he'll donate time to help you know, build out the Empower blockchain and uh, make sure it's as, as, as good as it can be and have all the feature sets and that sort of stuff that you want. Uh, you know, you, you obviously want like RPC relayers and uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, I know Jacob's a very charitable person. You know, he may even look to kind of run up, uh, spin up some some nodes for you to help out with relaying and all that sort of stuff. Archive nodes, etc. We might have lost him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to donate Jacob's time and he's dollars running nodes on his behalf <laughs> without even talking to him. <laughs> oh, he's coming back in, uh, Rami. He's got two profiles up because I, I was going to like, uh, yeah, I was yes. really invested in that. Really invested in listening to that uh, offer. Yeah, for sure. All right, we'll uh, wait for him to join back in. But I, I think that's like a, a really powerful one where especially someone, uh, you know, like Empower who are building their own 
blockchain, right? Like the goal is build out the blockchain and um, support their cause through the blockchain. Uh, and building a blockchain is not cheap, right? It takes a lot of time and a lot of money. And uh, if we can if we can connect um, Will and, and the our team to devs who are willing to donate some time uh, to make that as good as it can be and give them the features that they want to be able to build out their chain as best they can, then fantastic, right? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, he's dropped off altogether, hasn't he? Oh, it's a shame. I was enjoying him there. I was just going to... Mate, I wanted to bring, uh, like, Gaines in as well. I see we had a question for him because I don't know. Gaines, have you ever spoke to Will before yet? Not? Hey, guys. <clears throat> I um I didn't speak to speak to Will, but I spoke to Germond. I think that's okay. his name, Germon. Um, yep, Germon. Yep. Uh, yeah, yep, I hosted a space for him. And uh, one thing that, like, surprised me the most is that they are building a blockchain, right? <clears throat> but they already have a well-established company, like, in the real world. So they're bridging that gap and bringing something new to our ecosystem. So I, I don't know if he has a little bit more time to elaborate on the um, the company that they are actually already have established. I think that'd be kind of cool to just get us a, an overview of how big they actually are because they're they're huge. <laughs> yeah, wow. well, like they're, they're, multi, they're multinational, right? Like they're running uh, plastic recycling um, businesses essentially across the world. So... Uh, yeah, that that's pretty cool, and you know the fact that they're targeting crypto to kind of take it to another level is, is it just shows like the the power that it can can have uh, to take things to the next level, and you know they obviously want to try and run it green, and um, IBC is obviously the best way for that. Proof of stake being you know low uh, low compute, and uh, you know how, how can they run it so it's you know carbon neutral uh, along the lines of like regen and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And they already have a few test pilots with the uh the program that they got so I, that, that's another thing he could actually talk about too if he comes back i'm not sure if he's going to come back i see the cheeky little raccoon accounts throwing out some tweets and, and some likes so uh, <laughs> to be in here pretty quick Gains, <laughs> we've been we've been rug and raw my man for fun with all these tweets man have you seen it since <laughs> he's involved mate Gains, oh oh <laughs> Dude, how good is this, man? Rama, I woke up. I woke up the next morning after the rug when you rugged me with the, the G key. <gasps> that was terrible, lot. I can't believe you're giving all that free advertising to bloody Gillette. Anyway, uh, I woke up the next morning. And I was oh, like, look who's talking. <laughs> Mate, I got you bad, man. We got you fucking bad, right? Uh, but you know, your man, man, oh, you put me off my thought now. All right, Gaines, I was straight in the DMs the next morning. I was like, right, I'm forming here, Gaines. Did you see Rama Rugby last night, right? And he was like, oh, yeah, like laughing about it. I went, right, that's it. We're going to do him live on next week's spaces. And he's like, I'm in, I'm down. <laughs> and then just created the group again. It just snowballed. And then Brasco joined in, man. And then everyone's getting involved, man. It's fun, dude. It's fun. It's fun to, like, you know, also be serious when it, when the time comes, when you have to be serious and get down to work, but you also have to have a little bit of fun, you know? And you guys, like I said, guys, you guys did so well uh, connecting Amanda and um, your friend Michael <clears throat> together. That was amazing. Well, she's dropped off now, buddy. That's what I was just about to say. Uh, but she sent me a DM straight away when we were talking to Will. Obviously, she didn't want to interject, yeah? But all oh, Will's back. Hopefully, Rama, we can get him up with speaker, yeah? Yep, just but requesting. Yeah, yeah. She said, she basically like said, uh, oh, fantastic spaces. Uh, my little girl's just got up 
Uh, I've got to go. Thank you so much, guys. Like she, guys, she made sure she sent a DM, even though our little kids got up, uh, which is absolutely tremendous. Yeah. Uh, we've got other people coming in. We've got Moll. We've got some further surprises, right? But Moll's a bit of a he's lazy, isn't he? A bit lazy these days, uh, Rama Gaines. He's definitely think? slacked off a bit. I think um, yes. me being off this week, being sick, I've definitely noticed a lack of anything at all from anyone in the entire rack space. So um, pretty disappointed within that guy. I think I found out where all the effort went, though. So um, <laughs> but that's one thing. But um, if this is all that's been delivered from, you know, an entire week of my absence, oh, you boys are in a lot of trouble when I go on holidays, I tell you what. Gaines is dying. Gaines is dying. Can you hear who's proper dead, isn't he? <laughs> it's true. I bet all of them. Are, oh, no way. Raccoons just popped in. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Rama, we're blessed. Did, I tell you what, he's like, he's like Candyman. I know. This raccoon turned into another Candyman. We've got Rama. We've got Jimmy the Otter. And now we mentioned, like, we mentioned raccoon, right? Taking the piss a little bit. And then all of a sudden he's here. I don't believe it. Good morning, sexy mole. <laughs> Good morning, guys. I just woke up like yeah, his his he, cheeky little rat ears were burning because we were talking about him. Exactly, I was right having there. nightmares, man. So I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, you must be very sleep deprived, mole. Hey, all those sleepless nights lately, real really struggling to to sleep. Is is something um something been on your mind? I don't know, man. Uh, this is just work, man. Uh, Working every day and maybe I'll be a bit sloppy right now because I just woke up. But uh, yeah. Well, Mol, Mol, Rama doesn't because Rama's been bad with the flu this week. He doesn't know what you've really been up to. He doesn't know that you have to take a bit of time out and go and supervise the underground main production facility. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I, I saw Mol. the seventeen victims in the group chat. I've I've, I've gone through the list already. Mol, we hard rugged him today, mate. It was a thing of beauty. He made he came on. He was trying to keep his cool. Mol, when he start, when he was kicking people out the spaces and everything, man, he was absolutely foreman, bro, foreman. <laughs> was he really kicking people out of the space? No, I think they were dropping so their profile pictures would um, refresh. But I use it as a fantastic excuse. Um, Mol, 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 we've had a spectacular spaces. We've already linked up uh, Amanda at the Angel Protocol with Michael, uh, the man that rescues dogs. Uh, Rama, has it been pretty epic so far? What do you think, Gaines? Do you want to say good morning to Mol? Has it been epic so far, brother? Good morning, Mr. Mol. How are you? Good morning, man. Uh, how early is it for you, man? I, I thought we were like almost in the same uh, time zone. Yeah, yeah, you're one hour behind me, but I'm actually, you know, um, not not lazy. <clears throat> um, sorry, you missed you probably missed that part because you joined in late. But Rama was uh, Rama was rugging you before you got here, calling you lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a tell him, Rama. Guy, tell him we tell him what you said. Fuck you, Rama, man. Fuck you, Rama. No, but yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm one. Go ahead. I had Marvel. to. I, I had to. I was uh, 
we, we were all just chatting away and uh, I was like, oh, I take one week off, right? It was like three or four days and absolutely nothing happens in the entire rack space. Nothing, right? And then I come back and I figure out what you have done. All of your collective minds, all of you come back to this. Imagine if I took like a month off. If I have a month off, imagine what would happen. <laughs> imagine man, a month off i don't think it would even be like on twitter still man would just join memes everywhere he's <laughs> getting burned absolutely burned he's getting oh. he's getting double games he's getting the double rug isn't he he's getting he's getting the hard rug and then he's got the soft rug afterwards what's happening to rama tonight oh we're destroying his life man Oh man, but I've I've been listening back to those spaces, dude. Rommel, he's been uh he's been a little spicy lately, dude. You see him calling Don ugly to dear. <laughs> Dom Dom Kryptonium. Mm. Rama's like, hey man, it only works for handsome people, man, you ugly fella. What's I mean? <laughs> I like it though. I like Yeah. It. I, I like said it. uh I was like, um I said Kato money, KYC. Uh it mustn't work on ugly people. because so, it wouldn't KYC him. Jeez. It's pretty funny. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I like it. I like the spicy Rama. We need we we need more of that. It makes the spaces way interesting. Yeah, well there's um, there's like there's not a lot happening at the moment, right? And uh you know, I've been I've been uh people have been people have been harassing me about uh being being too naughty against uh blockchains and and projects and the like. So I just thought, you know, I'd, I'd spice it up a little bit. Uh, until we we figure out what else is happening, you know, because th- there's not there's actually not a lot happening at the moment in in like the in the background. There's only like boring Adam 2.0 talk, uh, and then like everything else is just in like build mode at the moment. So until we get some new releases and stuff, uh, which will happen soon, it's not a lot happening. So have some fun, right? Do you know why? Do you know why Ram is a bit spicier now? Eh? Because it's under the orders of the Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Bro. The Stinky Blinders. I'll tell you what, Mol loves some Stinky Blinders, don't you, Mol? Loves the Brandon. Yeah, man, it's amazing. That's, uh, I'm very surprised. Well, I'm not surprised, but uh, happy to see it because I, I watched the show, the actual Peaky Blinders, like twice. So when you guys pull me out Stinky Blinders, amazing. Dude, have you seen 360's profile? Look at 360's profile photo, bro. Go down, have a click. Unbelievable. Rama sent it to him earlier. He says, 360, throw this up for us. I want to give some free advertising away. Have you seen it, Molly? Yeah? <laughs> I'm just seeing it. Like, what did happen to his eyes when he's actually sleeping? <laughs> Gins. <laughs> Dude, Mole, Mo, if you haven't done so already, just go around the room, click on people's profiles and look at their banners, zoom in on the banners. There's a lot of detail that we put into them. Uh, even the profile pics, like, it, man. Unbelievable. Oh, man. Unbelievable. A feat, a feat of humanity. A coming together of like-minded souls pulling off a rogue like this, man, that's taken like six days, right? Because Rama, we did that spaces last week and I don't even know what that descended into. Like, when I listen back, I'm begging your man, Todd Spaces, man. I'm like, son, delete these, man, will you, please? And he's just laughing his head off at us in the DMs and that, man. Do you see? I can't believe he put uh, Sin City Free BJs on, man, with, with my name attached to it, man. 
imagine if somebody like finds out about this like in real life or something like that, man, I'm it's game over, isn't it? It's game <laughs> over for me. Robo, I don't mean to interrupt, but we do have Will back. Uh, he's been struggling to uh, oh. jump up here as a speaker. Do you want to? Do you want to again? Had a question for him, no? Oh well, Rama. Rama was actually uh, offering notional services, weren't you, Rama? I think there. I, I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. think Will. <laughs> I pretty much was. Uh, how much of it did you catch before you you dropped off, Will? Oh, uh, probably nothing. Like I had battery enough to do the walk, but not the talk. So I kind of increased uh, the battery. Got you. Got you. Um, so I was asking about uh, you know your blockchain and how you're in testing at the moment, and said um, that's it's uh, looking forward to it. And I said that um, one thing that uh, I'm not a blockchain developer, um, but one thing that we can do well is connect people. And uh, I'm sure that you guys are probably pretty well connected. But what what I was saying was, I know Jacob is is very charitable, and I know he's very technically knowledgeable. Uh, so what I was offering to do was to basically offer Jacob's services <laughs> to empower's blockchain uh, to jump in and kind of have a look and provide any support that you might need. Uh, because I know he's 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 very very forward and and giving, um, uh, and if he can, he will help. Uh, and you know, even if it's like jumping in and relaying or something like that. So, um, if he isn't already in there helping out, um, let me know, and I can uh, I can drop a line uh, into his ear and see if we can get him to help out. Yeah, okay, and that sounds uh, sounds great. Uh, would be really perfect. And I, I think, like as you mentioned, uh, like uh, you you're on Twitter there and, and following different projects. I think uh, Rama and and also Brasco that is here is a couple of the guys that I know what they're doing, and I'm really impressed and really happy to have them in the community. Uh, maybe Brasco more on the whole uh, GIF thing that he's been doing on the Uahua NFTs and things like that, which are really cool. It's, it's he's got that touch, so I really like that and. I like the guys that just go are honest about things as well, right? Really do the work like Rama is doing, and uh, yeah. So this is a really good community, I think, and uh, happy to be on the space just because of this. It was um, okay. I need to listen into this and hear what's going on. Yeah, appreciate it, uh, Gainsy. I think you had a question. I got a few questions. Yeah. So, Will, mm-hmm. I actually did host a space um, for Empower a few weeks back. Uh, Yearman was the uh, speaker. Um, but it would be nice for you to kind of uh, elaborate on, like, why did you guys come to Cosmos? Why did you guys decide to go with blockchain technology to, like, do test pilots on recycling plastics and uh, rewarding people? Yeah, uh, definitely. I have to, to do that. So, uh, as I mentioned, like, when we, when we started this, it was really how can we kind of copy the plastic uh, bottle deposit system, which crowdsource that collection segregation and source of PT bottles and that's super successful and 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 yes I mean like it, I think actually around 97 percent recycling rate for that in, in Norway and the rest of the waste in the world might be nine percent or something like that and and we figured if you have a system that works can we use technology and you know to actually help make a system also for other kind of materials and and really do that and and when we started doing these cleanups and matching sponsors with those doing the collection, we, we saw that this, this really works anywhere, regardless of, uh, you know, location or culture or anything. Like we did pilot in the jungle of Laos with a village that was kind of cut off from everything. They set up a collection point and started giving people a small incentive to deliver the waste. And, and that really worked, right? There's kind of an amazing video of that out there as well, uh, kind of case study. And, it worked in Mumbai, this big city. It worked in Norway, Portugal, kind of all over. And 
But what we realized that all this plastic that was collected is it didn't go anywhere, or it was sent to you know municipality landfill, or it was dumped by the waste collector that come and came and picked it up with a truck. Like like in Bali, they had this system where they did beach cleanups every week, like as you say, with the people visiting tourists, and then they had a truck that they paid to get rid of it. He he drove up to a river close by and dumped it, and and it goes out into the ocean again. And that's kind of the waste management system of ninety percent of the world. So it's just like a huge structural issue where we have the linear economy where you know, all the big plastic companies and producers like Unilever, Coca-Cola and all that have been, they've been able to produce whatever they want and take the profit without thinking about, is this material recyclable? Is there a system to recycle it? And, and that's not their problem at all, right? And you end up with just creating waste. Those who end up with the waste paid to get rid of it. The business model of waste management is to get paid to get rid of waste as cheaply as possible. And that's been the incentives kind of for the last hundred years. And and that's what you need to change. And that's what works for the plastic bottle deposit system. And, and where we really see the huge development in, in blockchain as well, right? And DeFi, all this work and experiments on incentives building, communities building, joint incentives to solve, solve different issues. And what we need to really enable if we want to not just do beach cleanups and, and get the plastic thrown somewhere and get them back in again, like first we need to close the tap and then we need to incentivize the change in the whole industry. And, you know, with every person as well, right, where you have an incentive to whatever material you use, packaging you use, you need to have a system where this, where you can put it back. It's not you as a consumer can't be blamed for everything. Of course, you can do better and everyone can do better, but it's it, there's no system for this. And the materials that you sort, they are not recycled either. Even if you do it, they will send it and incinerate it because it's not made to be recycled. So the blockchain part is really like a core part of this because waste management is totally lack of transparency it's kind of in many countries well known that it's mafia because they get paid to get rid of something as cheap as possible and no, no one does that better and uh, and to turn this around we need to digitize everything we need to have traceability and you need this layer of trust and transparency on movement all of the materials and that's kind of what we've been building in the last you know three four years really a more cloud-based uh, digitization of waste management platform is because you need that infrastructure and data to be, be able to change this problem at scale. But once now that we have that, and we actually, like the project we have in Thailand, there are some beach cleanups there, and then we track that material through a recycler to a plastic producer and back into products again, where they know exactly which beach cleanup, when and where was this collected. And now they have brands starting to use that. And, and then... Like on top of this, now we also see that those brands are asking, okay, can we actually kind of get more plastic than we had before? Can we get the plastic back again that we're selling? And if we want to create this, we also need to create incentives for everyone both to set up more collection points, do more recycling. And this is where blockchain is the only solution. If you want to do this globally at scale, we need to be able to tailor a lot of different incentives like you need collection organizations to be able to access funding through plastic credits. You need the recyclers to be incentivized to actually do the recycling and adding the data where it's from. You need individuals to get some incentives like you do in the plastic bottle deposit system. Like in Norway, I get 10 cents for delivering a plastic bottle. And compared to salaries in Norway, that's absolutely nothing. But you do, you do the right thing and you're getting an incentive and that's just a super strong uh, behavioral kind of uh, factor, right? So... Yeah, what we're doing with blockchain is really now tailoring kind of all we learned in this last four and a half years and try to build those kind of flexible incentives for anyone and everywhere in the world and being able to kind of do that infrastructure and that really can change this. Um, so that's uh, 
yeah, that's it. Uh, it was maybe not like super concrete, but I can get back on the kind of the cosmos part. Uh, we, as I mentioned, like we did the first ones on Ethereum, and of course, we know that the value of plastic is very low, right? You can't pay ten cent to a guy in Africa with Ethereum directly. It, it doesn't help, right? He won't be able to do anything about with it, and the cost is much higher. So we needed something else. So first, we didn't build the blockchain at all. We said, okay, let's keep track of everything when the space matures. Maybe that will take five, ten years. Uh, then we'll implement the blockchain part. And our CTO has been really following and mapping all the different kind of developments in all the different spaces, right? From, of course, Bitcoin, Ethereum, but then, you know, Cardano, Solana, everything like that. And it was first that when we started seeing uh, IBC and Cosmos uh, a year ago, um, that we saw that, wow, this actually works, right? This is something where we can build something. We can tailor and do do this the way we need it to be. We can still use the other chains and all that innovation going on, uh, interoperability, all the things you can do after all, like you know, seeing opportunities with interchain accounts and queries. And it's it seems like uh, just uh, much more, uh, what do you say, scalable uh, than anything else, uh, much more open to innovation than any, anything else. And was kind of, for us, this was, okay, now we can actually start building our own blockchain infrastructure as well right and we don't need to build all the DeFi because other people are already doing this you know we can we can use other nft marketplaces if we want to create plastic credits nfts we can get other people offering loans to these waste pickers that are making them revenue because they're delivering plastic to these collection points we can just connect them through kind of our deposit app into to DeFi or osmosis instead right to get the to get the revenue or passive income and so that's really been the whole uh I guess it's kind of an epiphany once you saw how uh, IBC and Cosmos works and what you actually can do there. And it, it's still like we're 1% on this journey and uh, I'm working on it. So yeah, that's that's where we are. And maybe I want to mention one other thing was, which was talked about here earlier as well with, uh, with the lottery for good, um, kind of as you guys are doing with Raccoon. And one thing that really was a huge success in Norway was when they choose, uh, they took this, you know, you have these RVMs, reverse vending machines at all the supermarkets where you can deliver back your bottles and you get this 10, 20 cents. And first they had like a donation button. So you could choose to give this to Red Cross anywhere. And it was like, uh, I think they had like 2%, uh, 2%, 3% of all people started doing that and giving that money. And then after a few years, there was someone suggesting uh, what you guys are suggesting and doing now, and, which is really brilliant. Right? I think that's uh, that's a brilliant thing. They started doing it as a lottery instead. So and then if you donate your PT bottles, you can also win money back, right? It's, a, it's, it's an incentive. It's not just giving money, but you actually might get something back. And, and it, they get 10 times the amount donated from the first day that they launched. So it went from like 2 3% to 20 30% being donated suddenly. And uh, you know, a huge impact for Red Cross and then just getting these donations. So doing that kind of lottery that you're doing, that you can do good, then you can also win some money. I think that will, will be really a great way to, to raise money for good stuff. Well, I do have a question. Um, for people that... For people that start using Empower Chain to get rewarded for like returning plastics, right? Are they going to mm -hmm. receive like some sort of soulbound token that tracks like, oh, like this this person has recycled this much uh, mm. plastic in this much time, but also you know keep track without them being able to move those tokens to different wallets? You know what I'm saying? Is is that going to yeah. be 
a possibility or are you planning to have more of it like a, a liquid token that people can decide what to do with those uh, rewards or those tokens see what i'm saying yeah yeah for sure no it will be a combination of tokens but because we i think we really have been been talking to like thousands of people and every part of this value chain so it needs to be different features for different incentives you need one kind of incentives to individuals like if it's consumers or waste pickers and i think that that incentive needs to be more like cash in a way i mean our stable coin is uh, a payment for doing the work of sorting and cleaning and delivering one kilo of plastic waste to a collection point that's kind of the we call it the amp which is kind of the b2c token that will be on the empower chain so it's not a governance token but kind of a way of just uh yeah incentivizing individuals to do the right thing and that can be used for a lot of things and there will be some mechanisms where you can burn it if you want uh, to get kind of uh, claim a cleaner, but uh, it's also going to be backed by a few other things like a foundation that will buy a few of them to make sure it has a value for waste figures and it comes in addition to the sale price of the material. So that's uh, I'm super super excited by getting that live and see what the value of that amp will be over time and what kind of you know support can we get for it in communities and we're looking at the gamification part there as well, right? Because anyone anywhere in the world should be able to buy these amps and then by doing that they're actually giving some increased value for waste collectors all around the world and we can start making lists of who are contributing the most for waste cleanups in new york right and who are doing the most in thailand and you can will be able to really track this uh, impact on how many you know how much are they funding what are they doing in that community so so that's one part uh, when it comes to the soulbound tokens we are doing that for the collection organizations themselves, uh, because then you're back at making this really a systemic change and something that's really also incentivizing the actual physical infrastructure. So on our platform, kind of an on the empower chain, those who are running collection points and verified collection points, and that's the one who receives whatever waste you're delivering, right? If they do that job, confirming what you have been delivering, sending it onto a recycler, they will be earning kind of the plastic credits, which is the the plastic industry waste kind of version of carbon credits and th that one will turn into kind of a plastic credit nft pcrd uh, kind of on our platform and and we'll be able to the collection organization will own it and they will be able to put it on a plastic credit marketplace or the region echo credit marketplace and we're looking at all of kind of using other solutions there. it might even be at stargaze or other places but that one will be tradable, but it also will be possible to to burn it right and do it soul bound. And then the ones who really does that part, like kind of burn that token, they will get that uh, kind of written into the the chain as well, right into this plastic credit register and really be the one claiming the offset for it, so that you can't claim it two times, uh, which is an issue. You have big companies claiming cleanups both two and three times. The collection organization is claiming, you know, claiming it. They want getting the off taking the plastic might claim the, the impact and then the big company is buying this kind of plastic credits and they're all kind of claiming the same thing but by doing this uh this kind of plastic credit in in that way that you can transfer it once it's been claimed and you get that inscription and you know you know who did it so it's a that's a way of uh, making a volunteer kind of plastic uh, collection funding scheme that can uh, fund the building of infrastructure for waste collection around the world and it, should also be kind of transparent on who's actually putting in the funding for it and not just make it uh, some kind of greenwashing tool. Sorry if I'm bombarding you with so many questions, but I think the, the whole idea is pretty, pretty cool. And, you know, whenever I go and recycle a bottle or whatever paper, you know, for me, I have no clue where that's going to end up at. 
you know, I have no clue if it's going to end up in a landfill or if it's going to end up actually getting recycled into like little tiny little pieces of plastic and then melted to make molds or whatever. So what is Empower Chain doing to make, making, to make sure that it's actually getting 100% recycled? Like what, what are you guys exactly doing? Yeah, and, and that's a good question. And I'm in Norway, which where I'm from, like we're, we're supposed to have one of the good waste management systems, but you you don't know these things here either, right? There's no transparency in it. And once every fifth year, they do like a documentary showing that all our waste is sent to Germany and they, they pick out the most valuable parts and they send the rest to, to Thailand to burn it or <laughs> somewhere else. So it's, it's, uh, it's just a tragic uh, uh, system. Um, so what we're doing is, is really kind of first of all is the digitization of it so just getting the digital say collection points right so you can see where was something collected make sure that's kind of uh, immutable data on when and where something was collected and then we're trying to make this chain uh, chain of custody and incentivizing that as well so we're also with the plastic credits the collection organizations only get that if they document where they are sending kind of the plastic waste next and then there's something also called recycling credits again where where you get uh, the recyclers that verify what they have received and kind of also prove the recycling with with data and you know pictures and geotags and verification of organization, they will also be able to kind of issue those kind of tokens. And this is where it it's kind of quite simplistic. Kind of the solution is super simple, right? It's just a digitization first to get data what's happening all over in every value chain, and then using that data to create the right incentives to you know, to get behavior change. But of course. These value chains are super different and super complex once you walk into them. So just understanding how to, to incentivize the different part has been like a huge job, understanding exactly why it drives, uh, you know, a waste aggregation uh, guy in uh, on the corner in, in Lagos versus a waste management company in Brazil. Or, you know, it's, it's kind of different incentives needed and different things that are valuable, but it's really all about the data and uh, incentives and, and getting that behavior change. And that's... Uh, so that's what we're doing, and um, yeah, we are getting more and more like examples now of full value chains being incentivized because they see that every part of that value chain has some data that has a value for someone else. So, uh, and even that granular data from knowing how many bottles have you as an individual delivered back at collection point, and not you, but like with your personal data, but just getting how many bottles are delivered here and there has a value for the waste management in planning, you know, recycling, being able to set up new recycling plants. And that added value they get from that, that is what we want to convert into them, right? So that you actually get paid for that part. And, uh, and this is why we need to build uh, these incentives. And so that's really what the Empower Chain is all about. Like, it's the proof of existence of data sets to make kind of the whole journey of the materials auditable and, uh, you know, immutable. You, they can go in and change it afterwards. It needs to be there and signed by two parties when they send something to the value chain. And secondly, to, to really create this kind of liquid incentives that has an actual value and really can change the behavior of everyone in the value chain and align them and, and hopefully i i think we can and uh, the super interesting part um just stop me if i'm talking too much as well but it's <laughs> no no it you're good <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good so it's it's like it's like just a month sorry well, I was just going to say, we always have a saying, an expression here. When it comes to your own like trade or field of expertise, I always say, say the same thing, yeah? Uh, I don't know who's... Is that a problem with Gaines' sound? Rama's Gaines getting rugged there. Rama? Um, no, no. 
No. Oh, sorry, I heard a dodgy noise in the background. All right, I might be on wheels end. I don't know. But games, we just say, like, have the smart, like, be the smartest person in the room. How much does this guy know about, like, his stuff? My goodness me, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm so impressed, dude. Like, to be honest, um, I, I just love the idea of um, giving people an, an extra incentive for recycling, you know, uh, products because where I'm from, uh, you only really get like either 10 cents or 5 cents, depending on if it's glass, plastic, or aluminum. But just also being able to give them an, an extra incentives and also keeping track of all that data will help. Yeah, I also yeah. have a question. So, uh, yeah, um, basically, I wasn't even aware of the project, if I'm entirely honest. So while you guys were speaking, was listening and looking to uh, Empowered Chain and stuff. And you basically, like, uh, discussed slightly a bit the question that I had. Like, how does it actually work when you guys have, like you said, there was, like, maybe two people or two parties that will uh, actually confirm that, like, this has been recycled or something has been done with it. So how does it actually work from, like, the real world to the blockchain? Yeah, uh, good question. Uh, at the moment, it's uh, I'm, uh, we have like this. Uh, it's the Web two platform, right? So what we've been building for the last four years is really kind of a Web two platform for digitization of waste management. So that's kind of a B two B part to make sure you have the infrastructure in place to be able to implement the really incentive part and the decentralized part. So we do have a kind of a platform where companies or collection organizations or anyone can kind of sign up. And, and start putting in, uh, so it's both an app and a web app where they can uh, register whatever they are collecting. And uh, they get also verified with the organization and things like that. So when they receive materials, uh, we do every transaction happening on this kind of uh, within this uh, platform. Like every time someone receives something, process it or send it on through the value chain, we put that data on the blockchain again uh, in a hashed way. So it's not public either, but it's like a proof of existence. At this point of time, this happened and you know this is the coordinates, this is the pictures and this is kind of the proof of it and um yeah and that's how that's how it is again so it's a basic part of it thank you okay so the, like i was i was waiting on like some stuff like related to pictures or maybe a video of something that actually happened because yeah. i know i feel like sometimes when you have to link like real world and blockchain this is like the most tricky part so i was very curious uh, about how you guys were ending it yeah definitely so so that's that's it, I guess. And it's all cloud. Uh, I guess we're having some of it trying on uh, Akash as well now. But it's uh, really cloud-based, the data, and then you just hash it on the blockchain. So that's kind of the proof of those that exist. And then this is more like the anchors for creating trust in where materials end up. And, um, and then the incentives themselves are more liquid. So when we create the NFTs for plastic credits, that will be kind of with the pictures and the proof that this actually happened, right? And, and the right time timestamps and the right third party verification or signature to it as well. And, uh, and it's kind of a, supposed to be a very flexible way of uh, any collection organization putting in the data they have and living up to the threshold of anyone who wants to sponsor or fund it, right? So we shouldn't be deciding that, but it's really creating this open marketplace, decentralized where people can support the products they want. So really a fan of what angel protocol is doing as well right they're doing this more broadly and uh, in more other spaces as well and uh, definitely a lot of synergies i think 
Well, we've actually got somebody from Angel Protocol who's just uh, joined in. Uh, is it uh, Chauncey? Chauncey Saint? Let's have a look. Chauncey Saint John, yeah? Uh, Saul on Dexine's founder, founder of Angel Protocol. Well, I mean, uh, you know, they might be busy. Uh, I did invite uh, to speak, sent an invitation. But, uh, I mean, you know something, Will? You mentioned a couple of key words. Uh, you mentioned the word collection. Uh, and obviously, this is like a charity spaces, right? Oh, uh, Chauncey's come up to speak. However, uh, Maul, Mr. Raccoon, I just want to come in here because it's the perfect moment. Maul, we're talking about saving the world, right? Tonight, where, where I mean, it's, it's ridiculous how good this space is, right, Maul? Yeah, it's amazing, man. It's, uh, it's uh, I feel like it's a good place to actually learn about other projects, projects and stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, everybody, everybody except for me, everyone except for me, rubbed Ram at the night, right? Everyone except me and you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Maul, I've got a word for you. We've heard like charity, we've heard collection, we've heard drama, we've heard rogue, we've heard it all, right? But there's one word I haven't heard tonight. It's the word reveal. Dun, dun, dun. Are you ready for it? Dun, dun, dun. Nobody is. By order of the stinky blinders, Mull, do you want to have a little word with Rama? Have you got something special for him? Because your man's been down horrendous this week. Yous have all been in the group chat, Ruggenham. Did you think, did you think for one minute I was going to let you guys get away with this? Eh? Sir Rack laughing his head off. Gains putting in 20-hour days to make memes. Brasco backing them up all the way. Look at 360. Al, uh, Nixon, Diggy, they've all got the same profile. They've all got that Gillette all thing. Man, me kid, man, me rain man, wing man, been there from day one, man. Been through hard times, we have. Think I'm going to leave them behind. Rama, the stinky blinders leave no man or woman behind. I think Moll's got something to tell you. I think Moll's got a reveal. Have you got a reveal, Moll? He's giving me the jackpot. Oh, my God, Mole. You are amazing. <laughs> Finally, we're sending, like, both of the jackpot from the slots to Rama, man. <laughs> Easy as that. Let's go. Woo! I mean, does Rama, does Rama need to refresh something? Does Rama not need to refresh something, no? Yeah, I think he's been tagged, so uh, it's just a matter of refreshing Twitter, and he'll be aware. The reveal is on. No way. What is this? Post rug NFT. <laughs> we've got the we've got the golden trim matrix. Oh dear lordy lordy lord. <laughs> Post rug Rama. Leopard print. <laughs> CTO of Rugville. Go to the uh, attributes. Go to the attributes. Go to the attributes. Go to the attributes. Yep, yep, yep. 27 rugs in one day. How good, Gaines? We're dropping bombs, Gaines. All right, you've got my secret address. Send it over. I want to see it. I want to get it. Gaines, we're dropping bombs. Well, Yowster, Yowster, I did it to you to get you back for the PFP. I've rugged you all. None of you knew this, man. I approached Maul and said, hey, your man Rama's been down really bad this week, man. We're rugging him live. However, I was like, can I be honest with you? 
I said an honorary is not an honorary when you've actually like bought the PFP like yourself like that, right? And put your name on. So Rama, are you listening? You're now, I'm going to change mine back after this spaces, right? Rama, you're now in the club of the one-on-one honorary. I mean, these are bigger than the 1333. These are next level, mate. Do you like it? Do you like the one I picked out for you? Do I like it? Have you checked out the profile picture? And and <laughs> and the link, the link the, uh, the, uh, in the Twitter, in the Twitter page. He loves it. What sorts? He loves it, doesn't he? He loves it. He's, hey, I'll tell you what, Maul, we've pulled that off with panache, brother. I'm so proud of us, man. Yeah, man, so I'm feeling honored. And uh, I was I was about to send a DM to Gainsey and last like, how long does it take to actually create just a quick warmer on top of it? But, uh, Get a quick tat. It needs to be a post-rug, yeah. post-rug rama tat. Oh, Gains post-rug rama tat. Rug rama, I'm dying here. I'm down, I'm down, I'm ready to send it over, <laughs> but it's too late, right? How cool is this? How cool is this? So, guys, this is just, like, phenomenal. I mean, talk about the community. Rama has done, like, as much as anybody to help build, like, rack up apart from the devs. You know, outside of the two devs, I'd say myself, like Rama, definitely have put, like, so many hours of solid work into this, man. And the amount of chats we've had in the DMs about, like, things we can think of and, like, and even just engaging in the community. Uh, Rama is a true pillar. Of, uh, he's one of the three. Do you know, like, we've got, uh, you know, we've got community, artificial intelligence and gaming, right? Uh, Rama will be the artificial intelligence, wouldn't he, of the three pillars, yeah? <laughs> You've got me, community, Rama, artificial intelligence, and Mullins up there in the gaming, right? And it's just the next step, guys. It's the next level. I'm really pleased, uh, Rama. Gains. Did we knock it out the park again? Raccoons, Cracoon, or what? Home run, Home baby. Run, baby. You agree? You like it, do you? It's class, isn't it? It's an, it's an official honorary now. Before, it wasn't. Now, it is. Correct, Rama? That's it. It's beautiful. It's the new PFP. I've got it linked. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Look at it. The golden trim. It's got the cigar. It's got the chain. The matrix. I appreciate it, Maul. That's that's incredible. Maul, that is, that is sick, sick dude. dude. We leave we leave the stinky blinders, leave no man or woman behind. I'll tell you what, not on our watch. Everybody's along for the ride. Ali all. Telling you, I've put everybody on notice in the industry, man. No one's coming near racks, man. We're taking over absolutely everything. Uh, Rack, I've got no doubt uh, you've you've had other people contacting you, probably maybe L1s and stuff. But uh, uh, Mall, I, I had to drop it earlier because Amanda had to go. Uh, Mall, what we what, what was your man uh, Finn suggesting about uh, doing a, a charity lottery? Maybe because we've got a uh, Chauncey up here from Angel. Uh, I'll welcome Chauncey. See if we can get a conversation on the go with like the six of us up here. Uh, Chauncey. Uh, Chauncey St. John, hello there. Good evening. Oh. Hello, hello. It's an absolute, absolute pleasure and honor to be on this space. Thank you very, very much. And to be here for the great reveal was just beyond my wildest expectations. Just quickly, is it just me? Just me. Or is Robbo echoing? Yeah, Robbo's got an echo. He's been rugged live on spaces yet again. Every time you turn your mic off, Robbo, you have an echo. 
Oh dear, are you sure? I'm off now. I'll turn it off now. Yeah. Welcome, Chauncey. Yep. So when I turn, if you leave yours unmuted and then I talk at the same time, I hear myself echoing. Well, see, the funny thing here is Robo's actually been working on replicating himself and he's practicing it in some of the spaces. So what you're hearing is his replica speaking in with him. Uh, it gets very confusing very quickly. I've been working with him and a couple AI uh, machine learning experts, but um, I think it's coming around and you're just going to see the productivity spike like crazy. Uh, and I am so sorry. I wasn't supposed to reveal any of that. Uh, Robo. Please, please Alpha. don't send any of the drones after me, sir. <laughs> uh, pure alpha. I love it. Uh, welcome. Uh, I think Robbo's probably trying to, uh, to sort himself out. We had, uh, we had Amanda in here uh, earlier, which was uh, amazing. Uh, uh, can, you, uh, can you give us a quick intro of yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So, Chauncey uh, St. John... Um, I uh, jumped into the Web3 space full time back in uh, May of 21 uh, to found Angel Protocol, which was awesome because it was a true decentralized Web3 birth. Uh, everyone came together in a hackathon and never known each other before. Uh, and so everyone was really just driven by the sense of purpose of, hey, uh, this space is really exciting. Um, we know that there's change that can happen here uh, and just found a lot of like minded people who wanted to do that from all over the world. Um, and so, like, you know, Amanda is one of the more recent examples of that and um, just an excellent example of how Angel has just benefited from being driven by purpose because it attracts all these amazing people. Uh, they want to help out. They want to be part of the mission. Um, you got, you know, guys like Finn over at Terra Spaces. He's helped out Angel for a hot minute just on, you know, fun, different stuff for us, but also always capturing our Twitter spaces, helping promote those. Uh, he's got his own charity on Angel Protocol. Um, but yeah, we just found like a lot of appetite in the space for this. So, uh, you know, my journey was pretty fun. Um, I had a very successful, you know, corporate America kind of job with General Electric as a global program manager going all over the world. Um, was getting pretty bored with that, honestly. I uh, was very excited by DeFi Web3. So I quit my job, um, came into the space, uh, became one of the first founders and builders on Terra, uh, built up what was starting to be a very successful startup. And then the crash happened. Uh, I lost most of my net worth at the time. Our company lost much of its runway. Uh, and we have only bounced back stronger. And it was probably one of the best things that could have ever happened for us in retrospect. Um, had a bunch of people call me after. It's like, are you going back to corporate America? I'm like, fuck, no, that's not an option, not on the table. This is the new world. We're building, we're driving forward. Uh, but man, it has been awesome. It has been learning experiences. It has been fun, chaos, pulling out my hair, running around in joy, all the things, man. Uh, and I wouldn't change a bit of it for anything in the world. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's, uh, it's good to hear kind of so many people coming from kind of you know, corporate world and, and web two and, and making the, these big transitions, these big moves and, and finding good success. And uh, we were talking earlier about, you know, the, the kind of charities and uh, DAOs and that sort of stuff. And people, uh, you know, we're, we're very privileged to be in, in crypto and, and to be here talking and, and investing every day. And, uh, you know, even in a bear market, you can always find uh, a little bit here and there to kind of support and chip in. Uh, and uh, it, it feels good to do it uh, and to know that you're kind of putting it in the hands of people who have a genuine interest and motivation to help and support people uh, is a good feeling and doing it on a blockchain is, is there anything more transparent and more open right and uh, 
it's it's super cool it's uh, I, I love it and I, I love that people are still motivated to kind of help out and support and you have so many people uh, across the space who who donate in multiple different ways right like uh, terrace spaces with the jumping in recording um people you know promoting i said it earlier it's like there is nothing more powerful than a simple retweet right uh, spreading awareness and raising awareness and uh, you know, jumping into spaces and talking with people and, and talking about projects and connecting people. That's what we're all here for. Couldn't agree more, man. And and that's, that's the thing. There's been a huge appetite for it. Um, and it's the, the wind at our back really, because everyone wants to help. And if they don't have like an immediate one apparent way to help, they find a way to help. Um, you know, we, we have like friends over at Flipside Crypto who do content writing for us just because they love what we do and they've, they've, you know, been involved from day one. They'll do free data bounties and analytics for us. Um, you know, we've got like podcasters and Twitter spaces and different things that will host us for free. Um, we've got people who, you know, contribute their times and time and services, uh, who've gotten involved with different charities on our platform and volunteered for them directly. Um, yeah, the, the amount of generosity in the space is really quite amazing. Um, and it's just a matter of creativity, you know, you just have to align the incentives, make it easy for people to give and they step up to the plate. Chauncey, uh, tonight, <clears throat> if you can hear me, okay. Rama, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. Got right. Uh, Chauncey. Yeah. We, uh, connected, uh, angel protocol tonight. Uh, with a gentleman, I mean, obviously doing Lord's work out there, you know, uh, but with 500,000 followers on uh, Facebook, the man's got a lot of reach, you know. It's going to be great to watch the development of that in the future. I mean, I know these things take time, yeah, but what a, what a massive charity to be able to, like, be involved in, get some, like, legit, legitimization, you know, proof of legitimacy. It's what we're always fighting for. I think, Raccoon, did you, did you say Finn had had an idea about... Our lottery and angel or something what's what's going on mo <laughs> you know what's going on so basically we're just uh, speaking with the uh, friend from third spaces and we were like uh i think it's actually yeah it's actually in that thrown in the idea we're like i don't know just brainstorming and stuff and we're like what if we could just do like some sort of game of chance or lottery or something like that and instead of taking like a percentage of the funds that actually goes to the reserve, like these lotteries that would happen like on, I don't know, on some sort of basis, but like all of the, the funds or the profit would actually go to uh, a charity. I mean, I think it would be like a win-win situation where you have like some sort of a winner of a jackpot and the other half would go to a charity. I love it. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, so my whole thing, right, is... Uh, well, one one of Angel Protocol's big beliefs is that you know this this altruism in a vacuum is a kind of bad way to try and drive the most uh, impact flow you can. Um, and really, what you want to do is you want to align interests so people can win and also help others win. Um, and then it's then it's just finding that creative solution where you're giving back to someone in some way, whether that's like monetary of they can also win part of the money or whether it's, you know, appealing to their honor or legacy or respect or, or, you know, their loved ones, there's all kinds of ways you can do it and align incentives. But yes, um, are you going to get more people involved with charity, driving more money to charity by setting it up in such a way where they can have some upside in it too? A hundred percent. It's called human nature. Um, so yeah, rather than ignore human nature, why not lean into it? Uh, you know, show me the incentive 
positive, I'll show you the outcome. Yeah, that's amazing. And I feel like it's a bit like you said a, a bit earlier, like, like you have some people helping you, uh, writing stuff, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like at the end of the day, like if we all work together and like only put maybe like a portion of what we do to actually like send it to charity. I mean, if everyone does it at the end of the day, it's going to be much more better. But uh, thanks for the insights, man. Uh, I feel like it's something we're going to work on to actually achieve here. Yeah. Brothers, alone we are a drop, together we are an ocean. All the little things add up, and that's what the Angel Alliance is all about, man. 1% here, 5% there, you know. We've got people who send their, their validator commissions of like 1%, and it's not, it doesn't change the bank. It's $100 or so, like a month, and it's like, that's something. I The thought that counts, please, yes. <laughs> um, all of that, all together, of that together really, really, really adds really up. Chauncey, Chauncey, we're, uh, we're creating Winston Dow. Rama, give him the uh, elevator pitch for Winston Dow very quickly. Uh, yep. So uh, as NFT holders from uh, Raccoon, uh, we get uh, returns from the revenues generated on the on the platform. Um, the plan is to create a DAO on DAODAO on Juno uh, and have users uh, elect to stake NFTs within the DAO. Uh, in addition to that, we can stake uh, tokens in that DAO to validators. Uh, and the idea being that uh, all of the revenues from uh, the NFT staking and the uh, rewards from the stake tokens will go to a wallet uh, of um, the TMT. Uh, ah, RD. RD. <laughs> he's, he's, the acronym is hard to remember. Uh, the, the, dog, the dog charity foundation that we connected Angel to tonight, um, all, all of the revenues from the staking and the NFTs will uh, go to a wallet that they control and they can choose when to spend it, how to spend it uh, to support the, the foundation. I love that. I love that. Um, so that sounds really cool. I want to learn more about how we can help with that. Um, and yeah, the, the guys at DowDow are great. Uh, I love the kinds of things they enable in this space. Um, we're we're big on that too with our angel impact funds and just trying to get entrepreneurs with the tooling they need. But what you described sounds really cool and would love to help and partner any way we can. Yeah, I, I think the concept too, just in general, is really nice because uh, you know, you still retain ownership of the tokens and the NFTs, but essentially what you're doing is you're choosing to provide the the returns that you would normally get uh to a DAO. Uh, and so you can spin up multiple DAOs and then people can just elect to go and uh, stake into those DAOs, uh, knowing that the returns will go to uh, the particular wallet for that DAO, uh, and knowing that it's a charity, it's all transparent um, in terms of the funds going to the wallet, and then after whatever they choose to do after the fact, uh, you've chosen to support them, and you know that they'll do good things with it. That's awesome. That's awesome, and it gives a new way. And see, that's 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 exactly it, right? It's a new path to giving. It's like maybe you have principle to give. Maybe you can stake that principle for yield. Maybe you have NFTs that you can stake for support. Um, and it, it's just meeting the community where they're at too. And it's giving people all these tools. And it's like maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe that doesn't work for you. We'll try this. Um, and there's always a sweet spot for someone of the type of impact they want to drive. Because like well, well, Chauncey, well, Chauncey. Now you mentioned that, uh, and I'm not. I don't want to interject, buddy. But I've just noted at uh, Rama. Look who's joined us. Uh, Mr. Uh, Galileo has just uh, popped up uh, in the chat. Uh, I, 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 obviously, we're having this particular thing, and 
I'm going to come straight, there we go. I'm going to go straight back to Chauncey. Uh, to I yeah, just wanted to get Galileo up, uh, Rama. He's popped in again, and I don't think himself and Moll have spoken yet, right? No, not that no, I'm aware, not of. aware of. So, uh, so if, yeah, if you want to yeah, jump up, say, say hello. He's got an invite, yeah. You're more than welcome, uh, Mr. Galileo. You know that, uh, yeah. Okay, right, okay, no problem. He'll uh, maybe come up in a moment. He did come up as a... He might be busy, you know. Uh, so, Chauncey, yeah, you like the... Oh, Amanda's dropped in. Your colleague, Amanda. Wow. Welcome back, Amanda. Goodness me. Thank you. Thank you. I can't believe you guys were still going. You guys were still going. Oh, we're spoiled for luxury tonight. We said we would keep this running for ages, hence the uh, 5 p.m. Uh, Bangkok time. So, like, 11, 11 UTC. Uh, oh, no, that's when Michael jumped on. 10, 10 UTC. My goodness. Chauncey, like I, was, you guys. I was on at 6.30 this morning. <laughs> Overtime. Hashtag dedication, hashtag, overtime. hashtag hustle mode activated. Overtime, she's after overtime, isn't she? She wants double time, double time in a day in lieu. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, she, she, Amanda gets paid in, uh, in conference swag and uh, in events. So um, go check her out when she's going to be speaking at the Web3 uh, Women's Summit. <laughs> um, no, I, seriously, though, uh, Amanda's just one of those people who came to the team like randomly pinging me, DMing me, you know, like, hey, you need any help? Anything I can help with? Uh, and, um, you know, uh, me being the idiot I am took a while to get back to her. And then finally, you know, pulled her on right, right before Tara crashed. The day before Tara crashed, uh, Amanda joined the team as a volunteer. Um, and then it's just kicked ass, took the Angel Alliance, put it on her back, has hiked up mountains with it. Um, to be like, fair, oh, to be, to be fair, Chauncey, Chauncey, to be fair, though, she wasn't a very good omen, was she? <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only joking, Amanda. I'm only joking, hey, hey, darling. Far, farmer's parable, my friend. Farmer's parable, you know? The farmer gets a couple horses. The whole village says, oh, that's so good that you have horses. The horses run away. The whole village is like, oh, that's awful. That's horrible that that happened to you. Five more horses come back. The village celebrates. Yay, yay. You're so lucky. You're so good. Every time the farmer tells them, wait and see, wait and see, wait and see. Then uh, the farmer's son is riding one of the horses and falls off of it and breaks his leg. And the whole town is like, oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. He's like, wait and see, wait and see. The town goes to war. All of the kids get inscripted into war. His son's left behind. His son survives. It's, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And the moment it's happening, you got to let it play out. Life has its way. I could vibe. I could vibe with you, son, all day. I'll tell you what. You're just my kind of person. I'll tell you if you went out, went out for a cheeky pasta or, or pizza or something, you know, and we were vibing, just having a bit of crack. I'll tell you what, brother. Before you could sing the phone book for me, uh, Chauncey. We've been joined by like a. I'm always going to introduce Galileo as a very special guest. Uh, good evening, uh, Galileo. Hey, how you doing? I'm all the better for seeing your face uh, pop up in the chat there, brother. Uh, Mull, you didn't speak to uh, Galileo last time, right? No, I think uh, I joined uh, a bit too late, but uh, I dropped him a DM directly after that. So uh, we've had a very quick chat, but uh, very happy to see you here, man. And happy that you've been there from the start. Yeah, I've been listening to the spaces. I think this is maybe my, my third one or fourth one. Just I like to listen. And here everyone's discussing. It's pretty chill. Sure. 
Galileo, we've had, you'll have to go and listen to the replay because we've had an outstanding show. Uh, Rama, it's been epic, hasn't it? It's been very, very enjoyable. So it's lovely talking to all these people who are so motivated and passionate. Uh, they've got all this energy uh, and just full of giving. It, uh, it, it feels good. It's refreshing. I wonder if Mr. Uh, Galileo has been uh, watching the conversation, uh, the raccoon, current raccoon conversation, Rama. You, can I just touch on this, please, uh, if we've got time? Uh, Rama, you put a prop up on uh, Sunday, right? Is that right? Uh, in, uh, Discord? in Discord, I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. You, I mean, you were just asking people to investigate the feasibility of moving the uh, NFTs over to Juno, and it's been quite a big talking point in uh, IBC this week. Uh, now you've sat on it for a week or whatever. Now you've you know digested the community's uh, comments, feedback. How are you feeling at the moment? What's the best solution, Rama, to uh, that? What's the best? <laughs> What's the best solution, that, that, do you that's think? That's the best solution. best solution. To investigate the feasibility, yeah? Uh, to, uh, to just to do it. <laughs> to, to move from secret to Juno. That's, that's, the, best that's the best solution. Wow, that's a big statement, Gaines. That's a big statement, no? Big statement. The reason is that when we make the move and we move over and use ICS 721, everything just comes natively. L low effort, uh, just out of the box. Don't need to worry about it. You can put your racks on any marketplace. Uh, don't need to worry about trying to get SNP 21 integrations or contracts cross chain or anything like that. It's just you do one time, one -time burn, burn mint and you're and there, there and you're enabled on every other IBC chain that has cost. Yes. So, so does this facilitate an entry to Celestia like even easier? Like you'd be using Juno as a temporary home, maybe till Celestia attracts, attracts like the liquidity, gets their shit together, and it'd be easier to go from like this is what I was thinking anyway. It's easier to go from Juno to uh, Celestia than Secret to Celestia at the minute, no? I think it's a nice uh, stepping stone to enable the original vision of Raccoon, which was to have the DAO manage, uh, to have the platform managed by a DAO. Uh, we can get that on secret, but it'll be a lot of additional effort and time. Whereas if we do a one-time burn and mint and we end up on Juno, when DADAV2 hits and we get NFT staking, it's just there. Wow, you're 100%. So, Moll, uh, what are your thoughts now the prop's been up for six days? Yeah, so basically, I've uh, I've looked a bit into the field with uh, Zados regarding like how ICS seven twenty one works, and basically to to make it like very feasible and easy easily like on secret, we will actually have to change a bit the code. That's for sure because uh, this is not a plug and play uh, thing because. Um, like secret is a bit different, that's for sure. So it, it was a bit like the good thing with ICS 721 is basically how it works is I'll just give a quick explanation. When Rama says it's a mint and burn. So basically when you connect this ICS 721 onto secret, let's say <clears throat> what will happen is that it will take your uh, NFT in an escrow contract on secret, and then you'll be able to send it to another chain where it's going to be minted. And then you can play around with it. And like Rama said, you can basically sell it on another marketplace and stuff. But the good thing is that you can actually send it back to Secret, where it's going to burn on, let's say, Juno, and it's going to release it from the escrow on Secret. But uh, yeah, to make it work with ICS 721, there is still some work to be done, that's for sure. 
Rama. And the reason for that is is because uh, Secret uses SNP 721s, whereas uh, most other chains outside of Secret uh, don't use SNP 721s. I'm pretty sure that uh, CW 721s, which the uh, the new standard will be ICS 721. Mole, any any retort? No, I mean uh, it was just there was an agreement. Yeah, I think yeah, it was pretty much an agreement to be honest. But I think uh, going ICS 721 would actually be better than the low hanging fruit of actually burning and reminting on Juno. Because at the end of the day, if you use ICS 721, you are able to go back to your native chain. That's for sure. I mean, we're at the very, Rama, we're at the very fundamental heart mind of, uh, and I'm going to invite uh, Sir Rack up as well, right, if he's got time here. We're at the very, very fundamental heart of Raccoon here. And I don't think any of us should underestimate the gravity of the conversation that's being had. Like, to me, Mol, this is like a major, major, major part of, like, the Raccoon setup. And a, and a major decision, no? To, to, I mean, we're not talking like silly stuff here, guys. We're, we're talking the future of the uh, platform. Uh, well, the whole thing, really, isn't it? Yeah. But to me, it's very, very serious. I'm, oh, I'm torn. I'm in the middle. I don't know, guys. What does Galileo think? Galileo, you know that uh, we've been in the Discord discussing, yeah? Yeah, I like Juno, even though it's still quite young. And... I think it's faced a lot of drama early on, which is, I think, going to be a blessing in disguise once it gets through this kind of bad taste that happened earlier this year. No one's going to remember, and I think the, the technology speaks for itself. Um, and there's lots of hype with old Terra devs and previous Terra tech moving on to Juno. So I think it's going to be an interesting play for the next five, ten years. But whatever the team thinks works well with not just the ecosystem, but with, with the, the gambling platform, um, I'll support it no matter what. Lovely, lovely to hear such a uh, reassuring-like voice, you know. I mean, I agree as well, you know, it's such a big thing. But, you know, if we do decide upon it, like we just all need to go like all in on it kind of thing. I mean, Molliton, all or nothing, isn't it? Situation or how I say it? Well, uh, it really, it's not an all of nothing, I'll be honest. Like, if we are able to. Well, is there a 50, sorry, is there a 50 50 blend? Sorry to interrupt, but is, I've, I've heard about this like Sacred and Juno coming together, the, the Cosmosm 1.0, blah, blah, blah. Is, is there a 50 50 situation where we can all be happy? And uh, you and Rama, I'd be happy to listen to you. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, if we're using ICS 721 and we're not actually burning the NFTs on secret, uh, it's going to be like a win-win situation because what you can do is you can go with your NFT on any other chains and still go back to secret if you need to do it. So it's only enabling something more for the NFTs. Whereas if we actually burn it on secret, that's a tricky situation because you're actually leaving the chain. So I think the best solution would be ICS 721, that would work with SNP 721, that's on, on secret, but there's some work to be done there, so we have to look into it. Okay, Rama? Yeah, yeah. I, I would just throw in with that real quick. I mean, um, interchain NFTs are not a if, but a when, right? You know, Zeke's been working on this. Um, one of our uh, top cadets in the the Web3 Builders Alliance uh, has a whole protocol called Arc Protocol around this. 
and yeah, there's a lot of people working on how to make NFTs within Cosmos um, just very, very transferable to whatever chain you want to hold them on uh, and almost chain agnostic in a certain kind of way. Um, so, yeah, I would just second that. I think uh, long term, you know, it's a it's a win win both ways. Um, and yeah, I mean, Juno is is going to be your better all purpose kind of chain. Uh, Secret is doing something really important in terms of privacy on chain. And, you know, the line between utopia and dystopia is so, so thin in this space. And then Secret is is the bastion against Norwellian future, you know. Um, but in doing what they do, it's a lot more work and constraints of what they have to work around. Um, so well, our, our, dude, our, our, our only problem, our only problem is the distribution, if I'm, if that's what I'm, I mean, am I wrong here or what, uh, Mall? is the only problem the distribution, right, from one chain to another? Is that right, Rama? Is that the issue here? It's not a real issue, to be honest. Like, the only issue is, like, as we're speaking now, because we haven't uh, tackled it yet, but if you want to basically make distribution on secret, you only have to wrap your native token like we did for uh, Juno. You can just wrap it and use it in the distribution. But the, but the problem will be if we have CW20 and we want to wrap it and make the distribution in secret, that's a bit more tricky and uh, we haven't looked into it yet. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? It wasn't the Juno. I mean, the Juno unwrapping was fairly okay. Games did it really quick. As soon as I heard the network was congested, I mean, I was out of the gas, which was embarrassing online, but never mind. Uh, but Gaines did his like straight away, really quickly. Uh, I know obviously some people who had like many multiples had their issues, but I just waited a few days. I was never in a hurry just to claim, you know, I could sit there, no problem. I wanted the experience like live or whatever, but I was more interested in the conversation. The, the S-Juno thing, I mean, wasn't a big deal. It's not, not the greatest like solution in the world, but I thought it was the CW20 tokens. I thought that's the heart of the issue, Rama, no? Is that right, Rama? Is that the heart of the issue, yeah? Well, I think they're kind of, there's two elements to it, right? And this is part of the discussion and why my prop that I put up was just an analysis uh, and uh, effort-based proposal, right? Because uh, we want them to understand how much effort it's going to take to do the mint and burn or transition. Uh, and that's the first point of call. Once we understand what that effort is, then we can go from there. Um, the, the things that are probably uh, parts that we need to be mindful of is uh, currently you, you have no ability to know who owns and how many NFTs they own on secret. So even if you have a world address, you can't find out how many NFTs they own. Uh, if you have someone's Juno wallet, you can go and see all of their NFTs in their wallet. Uh, you can see when they list them on a marketplace, when they unlist them from a marketplace, when they sell them, what wallet they go to. Okay. So these are things that we need to consider. Uh, and these would be all things that would go into follow-up proposals. So then people understand what will happen. Uh, the distribution will be a lot easier uh, from a Juno perspective and a CW20 perspective but if we want to make it private, then you would need to use something like ZK rollups uh, through Rust uh, or use the secret network. Mal? I have nothing to add, to, add, to, add, to, add to be honest. Be it's honest. A, it's a, I have the same thing going on this. Mal, did you see uh, I posted a poll today? Uh, it does look like Binance Smart Chain is the uh, preferred option right now for the second, uh, the second hit, yeah? Uh, what about you and Zap sitting down talking multi-chain? What are you? What are you looking at? 
So, like, for sure, the low-hanging fruit will actually be um, go on a cosmosm a chain. But if we want, if we're thinking about liquidity and bringing more people on the platform, like I feel like that's for sure. Like the BSC, there's a lot of people, and it's easy to make stuff there. So that, that's for sure. I mean, I think the the poll that you did was actually good because it's talking about like Matic, uh, Solana, and BSC. Where are the places that there's a lot of liquidity there? So. Oh, that's all we're in the hunt for. That's all. I mean, I talk about Celestia for just because of the desktop application, like client experience, right? But I mean, we've got to be on these other chains here. Yeah? I mean, BSE really is the low hanging fruit, isn't it? Really, I mean, there's there should be still like loads of liquidity, but like still over on Solana, man. There was shitloads over there last year. I mean, I know we're in a borough. Like, Rama, what would be your preferred choice of uh, next option? Because, I mean, I, I don't think there's a point in deploying on another IBC chain. L1, to be honest, no, Rama? Someone's saying, like, today, hua Rama said we should take over meme chain. Is that not Rama? At the beginning of the space, did you say we should take over meme chain? <laughs> did you hear that, Raccoon? Rama, what did you say earlier? Yeah, no, like legit, like take over meme chain uh, and just run our memes and, and create a meme NFT marketplace or something like that. It'd be pretty funny. Um, in terms of chains uh, that we should deploy on, I think uh, where the deployment effort is least but increases our exposure and user base by multiples. So what that means is uh, probably doing some level of analysis across the chains that you identified and finding out where our code best aligns so then the devs can deploy there without having to do complete rewrites. Exactly, exactly. what we think, to be honest. It's, uh, I feel like we for sure can expand like to, to any chains at the end of the day, but like I feel like if we're thinking like an efficient way of doing it is like take the low-hanging fruit, go with it, do it, and then next step, just deploy onto another chain like we're not restraining ourselves to go on any chain so but like you said i feel like going uh the easiest one is always the best like when you start so i like the sound of that you like the sound of that rama with your new profile picture chauncey missed the drop didn't he rama chauncey missed the drop earlier did he was he here for the big reveal was he you might I, I have done just done. in time for the reveal. It was it was one of the, uh, the top moments of my entire morning. <laughs> my entire morning. <laughs> <laughs> Rama, Rama just got the thing is, Chauncey. We rugged him earlier in the space. So if you look at like my profile, my banner uh, gains. If you look at little little gains as a profile, that Rama, do you like little gains as profile? The Rain Man one with the shoe box, now. Do you like that one, Rob? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're all hilarious. They're great. Ah, you're only saying that now because you got your free honorary PFP before you were so angry. Before you were foreman. Look at him now. He's all chilled out now. How many beers have you had, son? Me? Me? I don't, I don't think beers? anyone's yeah, ever heard me anger. Angry, angry ever. Angry ever. Is this, is this like the first time like Will and Chauncey's listened into us? It is, isn't it? I don't know what they think of us, but we've been at this for a long time now. I, I, I can't I love can't what I've heard, heard more, and I want to be on as many of these spaces as I can going forward. <laughs> you're, always wel- you're always welcome, brother. You're always welcome. Everybody is. I tell you, when, when Raccoon, Chauncey, when Raccoon, PFP, 
me and Rama, Rama and I, sorry. Ooh, grammatical error. That's my wheelhouse. I should know better, Rama. Uh, Rama, we need to groom him. We need to groom Chauncey like we groomed Sefi last week. We groomed Sefi in like four minutes, 35 seconds, bro. We did Sefi so quick, like, that was hilarious, no? And I was even calling Rama the groomer. Sefi doesn't know the double act. Good cop, bad cop. I'm the good cop. <laughs> Rama. I've been secretly working on Sefi for, for, for months and months and months. So uh, that was just the, that was the crux of it. Sefi was hard to break down. He's a very intelligent man. I, I imagine, I'm not surprised, though. I, I mean, there's a lot of similarity here. Sefi has a type. You know, um, he, he has clearly fallen in love with uh, with Chief uh, Bruce Wrangler and who can blame him? You know, a very, very handsome, charismatic man. Um, and, you know, honestly, though, guys, it's about having fun while you're doing it. You know, if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. Life is too short to be so fucking serious. It's like even like the silly things like the the Twitter or the Elon Musk like communication link leaks and everyone's like, oh, he's so stupid. He's just joking around with people and saying stupid stuff. He's not talking like hard business numbers. It's like, yeah, because that's not how people operate. It's not how the world operates. We're people. We like to have fun. We like to enjoy other people. So don't avoid it. Be genuine. <laughs> yeah, this this is like our biggest thing is, uh, you know, I, I've been... Uh, we've been like in the raccoon community and just like having a good time and we joke around. And uh, I think some of our humor can be seen as like quite dry or brash, brash. Yep. And uh, Robo will jump in at any moment. Um, and uh, we rub off on a lot of people the wrong way. But I think after a while, people kind of start to understand uh, that we just like to have a good time. And 99% of what we say is just joking around and uh, you can tell when we're being serious and uh, a lot of the time we're just having a good time and having a laugh. Uh, and it it's what's so fun about all this is jumping in, having a laugh, having a good time. And then when you need to be serious, you can be serious too. too. Did you just say brush when you meant brush? Did you just I, let I that did not say brush. brush. said brash. Brush. Aha, the second time you did, wait till I get the replay on, I'll tell you what, I'll be all over you, son, control yourself, will you? You're the only person that swore on this spaces, Moll. Excuse me. Excuse me. Molly swore in the first, like, 20 seconds or something when he saw the PFPs. <laughs> I don't think you've uh, heard Chauncey about 15 times here. Mate, I'm not going to insult our guests. That is not true, and I, 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 I resent any accusations <laughs> for that. I can't believe he's insulting our guests. I mean, Rama. It I, wouldn't be the first, be the or, first last. or last. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, we've got a new guest up, Rama. Come on, you're the, you're the brains behind the operation. Welcome, yes. our new guest. We've got another CTO. Welcome, Gromand. Hello, thank you for inviting me. Oh. Uh, yeah, n no idea how to integrate myself into this, uh, into this conversation. <laughs> Head first, like careening down a mountain, and then you know you just enjoy every bump on the way down. Yes, that's that's probably exactly what's going to be. Rama, as long as the bumps aren't raccoons, we're all good. Rama's been offering uh, M Power free support tonight. My little shoebox Rain Man, he's been like, "Oh, I'm going to get." Uh huh. I'm in your Rama. Hey, yeah, I, don't, like... I don't know. I don't think Jacob's aware of what I volunteered him to help empower with. But he will know um, when I message him. He's got no choice. Got no, he's got no choice now, has he? Got no choice. Uh, he does, but um, 
No, no, he doesn't because it's now live recorded on Spaces and basically that's um, a, a contract written in blood. So <laughs> Will was going to say something there. I think Will is going to welcome his boss. Yeah, there, Will. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think the generosity on Jacob's behalf is really good. So I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, so I think, like, uh, other than that, it's good to get the German on and talk. And uh, I think, uh, with regards to fun as well, like, we have uh, the only saying we have in Empire is that it, it's not fun if it's not fun to do this. So uh, it's, uh, yeah, that's the level we are at. We're all about the giggles. We're all about the giggles over here. We love having fun. I'll tell you what, that's why, you know. Where we go, one we go all, everyone's welcome. We leave no one behind. The, the rug drama on the on the spaces earlier, everybody changed their PFPs and banners. Myself and Mo had a little trick lined up, you know. We stitched everybody else up. I mean, this is what this is if if you're not having fun in crypto, you're not doing it right. I said this the other day in a tweet. I did like a year and a half of crypto, right? And it was work to save my like life in Thailand. Like I had no job, no nothing, and how to use crypto to survive, right? And I spent a year and a half in front of like four screens, five screens, whatever, seven screens at one stage, and I can't just do that anymore. I'd rather just have some fun with uh, with Raccoon and the community and just see what we can like incubate, create, design, produce, evaluate. Man, we haven't, I mean, Rama, have we put a foot wrong yet? I don't think this project both community, apart from my language sometimes, and Sin City. I mean, Sin City's a liability, isn't he? Let's let's not beat around the bush. If anyone's, uh, Jesus Christ, I don't even know like what we can do about that, but we'll have to leave that. You know, we haven't got a psych ward yet. We might have a psych ward in their uh, craft economy. So we'll, we'll sort that out within time. But uh, Rama, we haven't put a foot wrong. And it's not just the memes, it's like the dev to back it up as well. I mean, oh, bro. We're on fire right now, no? Talk about having a laughing crypto Rama. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a multi-several part space hosted by Robo Shelby, the mayor of Rackville. Back to professional. Rack charity hosting special with Angel Protocol and the, the guy that saves the dogs and a bunch of other people. Recorded on Saturday, October 15th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handed reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thing
stinking energy always gets the best of me when I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes. Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch. Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed. Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash. Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch. Better let the missus know where you hit the stash. Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps. Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines. And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies. Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise. Chastised into digging holes in the back nine. The latest proof ain't a way to move. Chase a view, just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop. Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good. So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Spaces.